and we are live hey the vegan food hey concrete what's up hey, 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 hey. Again, honey. yes 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 welcome 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 hello happy sunday and welcome thank you for having me no thank problem you. how is your day going and i guess it's evening there for you so how has your day been uh, busy, 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 busy. And I still have like a meeting, a dinner meetup to some people that are in Dubai. So I have a lot going on for real. Oh my gosh. Still. And this, it's late in the evening. So I guess you guys get, are busy until like the late hours. Um, is that typical? Yeah, it's typical. I normally don't go to sleep till like five, six in the morning. Oh, Seriously? Wow. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Does the city typically shut down early or is that no, just kind of how you operate? No, the city doesn't shut down here either. Oh. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Four hours a day. Dang, that's interesting to know. Um, well, this is going to be a very interesting interview and I am yes. super, super excited. Um, before we get off into it, do we want to start first with the introduction, Danny? Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm going to tell you how I came across the vegan food. Um, I was scrolling through Instagram one day and she was talking about vegan food, but she describes food like how I describe food. Like I love to eat good. And she was like, mm, like that looks good. Like I want to try that. And I was like, she sold that shit. She sold it. And <laughs> I was like, yes. And so I hit her up um, after looking through our page and I saw that she was an expat. Um, we've done um, quite a, quite a bit of content about uh, men traveling and their um, different adventures with traveling. So I was like, we need we definitely need to see if we can get her on to talk about the other side of it with women traveling and being an expat. So I I was super excited and I was like, I hit her up and she responded and I was like, yeah. <laughs> exactly so, yay so, super excited but will you give us an introduction to vegan food um okay so um well um i'm the vegan it's actually vegan foodie the vegan um, foodie i'm so sorry <laughs> no it's fine it's fine um so i'm the vegan foodie and i am an expat that is currently in dubai um i just moved from nigeria about six months ago wow. um i was in nigeria for a year and um i've been doing like prior to you know creating my brand i was an entertainment and sports publicist in the industry for about 15 years and so everything that i was doing for my clients i decided to do for myself and that became the birth of the vegan foodie and so um now my content is not just at first it was just vegan food um and just vegan information holistic information um but now it's turned into expat and it's allowing me to kind of show more when I kind of really show my personality um, and just be me. So it's like my safe space of my, you know, this is me. You're going to get, you're going to get what I'm going to give you or you're going to keep scrolling. So that's, that's me, the vegan foodie. Okay. Yes. So love to hear it. Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to ask really quickly, in relation to what you just said, how do you merge the two? How do you merge the, you know, being an expat and, you know, being a vegan foodie? So how do you merge those two brands together? If you want to just kind of tap into that real quick. 
Um, well, I show people like like right now I'm getting ready to go to a restaurant that um, I'm a brand ambassador for. So I show people different vegan options um, all over the world, like different vegan foods, different vegan restaurants, you know, how it is. Like even when I was in Nigeria, I was showing how I veganize um, all of the Nigerian foods. So I just give people... Um, insight on what's it like to be a vegan expat and show like you can live anywhere in the world and still maintain your lifestyle. Good stuff. How long did you live in Nigeria? Um, for a little short of a year. I still have a house there. I'm actually going back in a couple months. Real to okay. live or just to visit? Well, just just to check on my house and you know my husband he had to go back for work so um you know I'm just going to go um he'll be coming back here so. Just go over there, kick it with him. I kind of miss Nigeria. The turn up was real. So I'm really? going to go up a bit and then come back to Dubai. Mm -hmm. What part of what Nigeria you were you in? Go ahead, then. <laughs> go. Um, okay, so um, I lived in um, Oil State, uh, which is Ibadan. Um, And what got me interested is I just kind of like when I started to just kind of going to who I was as a person, I fell in love with Afrobeats. And I just started researching. And I was just like, okay, I think Nigeria for me, like Nigeria is like the Brooklyn of um, Africa. Yeah. Okay. So I had um, my doorman at my apartment in Atlanta. He was like, you know, you should, you should really look into Legos. And so my husband, he's from Legos. And so it was like, I think she probably received a phone call or something. Yeah, I did. I did. There we go. It just <laughs> yeah. turned into this whole thing to where it was kind of like, you know, um, like my husband's from Nigeria. And so it was just like, let me go see what's really good. You know, I, I never was one of those back to Africa movement people. Um, but, you know, I definitely was like intrigued by Nigeria. And so I was like, I'm going to just, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go to like, if you're going to go to Africa, if you want to, Ghana is cool, South Africa is cool, Tanzania is cool. But if you want to see and get to experience Africa, like the real raw, gritty Africa, then Nigeria is your place. Wow. Okay. Very okay. interesting. Go ahead, Were you married to your husband um, prior to uh, moving abroad? No, we were dating, but um, we got oh, married wow. in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Nice. Did you have like the Nigerian wedding and stuff like the Well, we did the registry. And so it's so crazy about bringing my family over there. It was so many stipulations. And so we just decided to um, actually hold off on our big wedding. We're going to do our big wedding here in Dubai. Because bringing 30 Americans to Nigeria, you talking about they trying to rob the reception, like it's too much. So I just decided to wait and do it in a country where people could come, where his yeah. family could come and my family could come and safety would be, you know, okay. So how did your family feel about you moving to Nigeria? Like, how did they feel when you're like, I'm, I'm about to up and move to Nigeria? I'm leaving the A. Uh, I mean, well, I've lived in all of the major cities in the United States. So they used to me traveling. Like I've been to Syria with Damascus. Um, I've traveled all over the United States, even was looking to take a job in Alaska. So for, for me, they like they like used to it. Like, oh, okay, she going to Nigeria. You know? <laughs> wow.
So how how long how long have you been in Dubai? I've been in Dubai six months. Okay. And what would you say that you like better, Nigeria or Dubai? Definitely, I like Dubai better. Um, okay. But it's things about Nigeria I do miss. Like, give us some oh. examples. Yeah. Um. I mean, I can I be uncut on here, baby? Be uncut. As you're gonna be. <laughs> okay. so I miss the weed. Okay. I miss I miss the buying a bottle for forty dollars in a section. I miss the you know. Just that you could pay a police officer if they trying to ticket you. Mm -hmm. I miss the vibe. Nigeria is a whole vibe. Dubai, you know, yeah. you can't smoke. Barely yeah. can, you can't buy liquor at the at the grocery store. You know, it's a lot of stipulations. But Ni Nigeria doesn't have twenty four hour lights. It doesn't have twenty four hour water. It doesn't have, mm -hmm. you know, um, safe roads. You know, so it's kind of like. Um, I miss Nigeria, but I love being in Dubai. So there's pros and cons to both. Mm -hmm. So the what's the um what's the difference in the cost of living in like Lagos? Because I know Lagos is a big city versus Dubai. What's the difference? Like um, um, I mean, realistically, Lagos is depends on where you are, it can be a bit expensive. It could be, you know, but parts of Dubai can be expensive. You know, so um, it just depends on where you live. You know, where where I stayed, it wasn't expensive. Where I stay now, it's not expensive. Um, I don't believe, like, I just left paying $2,500 a month rent. So I'm over, you know, living that that life. Um, just for a minute, I just wanted a break, you know. But um, Legos can be expensive if you're on Banana Island, if you're on Lekki. And Dubai can be expensive if you're in Dubai Marina, um business bay and stuff like that i mean even my area is they consider it one of the more expensive areas in dubai but i'm paying you know twelve hundred dollars for rent you know and that includes lights gas internet cable you know water Seriously? affordable than i thought the way they right. like I heard, yeah when people talk about dubai i'm thinking it's like five thousand dollars i mean it can be five thousand hmm. but i mean it could be five thousand dollars in new york and yeah, that's yeah, right. Fifteen hundred in New York, you know. That's well, Dubai is actually less expensive than the United States too. The cost. Of that's what we're 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 understanding because when you're saying that twelve hundred and that's gas, lights, water, and internet included. That's when cheaper you know, than Atlanta. Furniture. Yeah, and, and furniture. Wow, wow. Mm -hmm. So. What what has your experience been like as far as dealing with like the people in Dubai? Because their culture is uh, a lot different from ours in the United States. Well, I mean, it's a lot of expats here. So it's so many people from all over the world that live here. The people are nice. The people are pleasant. It's safe. I can walk three o'clock in the morning. Don't worry about getting robbed, raped, kidnapped. Um, it's a really calm place. Dubai is like really chill um of course you know they do have you know their stipulations but i believe those stipulations is what makes the country so safe absolutely yeah, yeah. because from my understanding they have very pretty low crime rates and stuff mm -hmm. um what is the reception of like americans because you know being an american and traveling and you know being in in, in both i guess in both nigeria and dubai like how were you received being a, an african-american woman 
Um, I mean, I love it. And, it's, and to be honest, I'm not even considered African-American. I'm just considered like once you leave America, you're just American. You know, God, you oh. are black American, white American, African-American. You're just American. So um, I've learned to just really appreciate being the foreign girl. You know, like now I'm the Ooh. foreigner. Now I'm the American and everyone wants to talk to me and ask me That's questions. Interesting. You know, yeah. it's like I have an accent, you know, compared to them. So um, it's pretty cool because it's like it's like I'm the new girl in school. You know, the interesting okay. thing about that is that um, because, you know, we our, our channel is in a place known as the Manosphere. And um, a lot of the men, we've done a myriad of interviews with men who are encouraging other men to obtain their passports and go and find wives or prospective wives abroad and things like that. But there is this um, belief that black women aren't marriage material or can't find suitable mates outside of the black community and that you know men outside of black men will view black women in a certain way that they're undesirable so it's kind of interesting to hear you talk about how you're viewed because it's quite different than you know what one would anticipate right i mean to be honest i'm married but i have to turn down advances all the time here in dubai i'm like no i'm married stop trying to talk to me stop trying to get at me stop trying to date me even I'm from the good. locals or the expats or both everybody oh yes black women y'all hear that mm. <laughs> yeah. oh lord so, try to get married come to dubai they they're plenty it's plenty Wow. So you talked about there being, uh, you know, um, you know, people from you know all walks of life in Dubai. Is there a like African American community? Do you like? Are there a lot of Americans? Um, they're Americans. They're kind of scattered around. One of my neighbors is an African American, but of course, you know, him being out here is like he was living in East Africa before. So, and he's married to a woman from Tanzania. So there are Americans, um, more Americans come to visit as opposed to live here. But since I'm here now, um, a lot of people have been hitting me up. That's why I created my expat track. A lot of people have been hitting me up saying that they wanted to travel and, you know, get out here and be um, in, um, in Dubai as well. So, you know, a lot of people now are like, okay, so we can really move to Dubai. Like, Okay, it's it's doable. So I've I seen a lot of women. Um, I follow a lot of expats, and I've seen a lot of black women talk about their desire to, you know, leave the US, but not knowing how to facilitate it. So I absolutely right. think you doing something like that is very helpful because a lot of women just, you know, a lot of folks just don't know where to start, you know. Right. Well, yeah, I have a tribe where I help people get visas, apartments, purchase properties, find jobs, like daily I send them information. So um, that was just, it was just a, 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 a void that needed to be filled. So I decided to fill that void. Okay. And where can people find you? I'm sorry, you do have a YouTube channel as well? Because we want our mods to drop it in the chat. If so, we'll find it and drop it in the chat. Um, I dropped her link earlier. Oh. Okay, yeah, okay. everything is the vegan foodie. My website, my social media, my YouTube, everything the vegan foodie. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, have you ever faced any discrimination by being an American in either um, Nigeria or um, Dubai? 
Um, in Nigeria, definitely, because they figure I'm American. I got a bunch of money that I can spend. They try to tax me, charge me the American tax, especially in the airport. Like, the airport is the, like, ugh, it's so stressful. Now that I'm a Niger wife, you know, I can kind of move a little bit differently. But Nigeria is really big on... If you're not Nigerian, even if you're Nigerian and you lived in the United States or in London for a while, they still going to try to tax you. So um, it's just a thing, you know, because the country, that's just how the country is. That's um, I think they made the news recently and it was even was it the baby who was it? I think he was in Lagos and there was another woman. There was like a TikTok going around where she was putting him on blast so much so that they put up like posters in the airport saying that, you know, they will not, um, you know, try to get money out of you like That's in exactly. the airport. They say that at the airport, but they still yeah. do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting thing that you brought that up, though, because that's one we will also my husband and I, we watch a lot of um, expats and like their experiences in different African countries, not just Nigeria, Tanzania, right. Ghana, different places. And that's one of the common things that we see is a lot of them talk about the tourist tax that they have to pay. If they're stopped by the police, they say that they bring extra old iPhones or they keep cash on them and things like that, because they pay a tourist tax. I mean, you got to think about it. a lot of these countries are um, poverty stricken. And so they have to figure out a way to hustle. And that's their hustle, yeah. you know, to maximize on the tourists. I'm not mad at them. It's just that, you know, with me now, you know, living there, it's like, come on now. You know, I learned how right. to talk like last, last price, no wahala, no vex, I be. You know, so I had to learn how to communicate with them. Like, I'm not a mumu akata. You're not going to play me. So um, now that, you know, that's established. Um, I mean, it's still a safety issue. Kidnapping is really prevalent in um, Nigeria. So you do have to be careful. You can't just be out there just thinking, okay, I'm going to pay somebody and that's going to be okay. Because if you pay them, then they're going to want more and more and more and more and more. You know, so um, you just have to know how to move in these countries. And definitely, if you're going to Nigeria, definitely know someone there. Like my husband works for the government. So you have to know someone that knows someone that knows someone just to make sure that you don't have, you know, a lot of issues. So yeah. is it safe for black women, do you think? Like traveling not alone? By not by yourself. I would never go to Nigeria alone by myself. What about all. Dubai? Definitely Dubai, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, what is the typical nightlife like in Dubai? Because I know when we were there, honey, it was a big old party, just party, 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 party. And they not a party. Like they was playing like American music and I didn't really feel like out of place when I was there. So what is it like now? Because yeah. What is it like now? Um, I mean, Dubai is lit. Dubai is lit as fuck. That's that's what I would say. Um, they have I know about unlimited yacht party, unlimited drink yacht parties, unlimited drinks. So you can turn up in Dubai. That's one thing that you can do. You know, they play. I love Afrobeat, so they definitely play Afrobeat music. Yeah. Okay. Um, what encouraged you to move overseas, like abroad? Like, what encouraged you to do that? 
Um, I always knew that I would do this since my 20s. I knew that my final mm. destination was not Atlanta, Georgia. It was not Miami, not Brooklyn, not Los Angeles, none of them places that I live. So, you know, it was like, it, it was a process of me just, you know, retiring from being a publicist and really stepping out on faith. And I did it. And that's one of the best decisions I ever made. Well, congratulations, because that is huge. Absolutely. And, you know, most of us won't, you know, it, it seems like such a far-fetched idea for the majority of us to actually get out and to say, you know what, fuck America, I'm out. And yeah. I think that's a hard process. But once you finally get into that, I think it's dope that you were actually able to make the move and you've been successful with doing that. That's dope. I agree. Do yeah. you think Dubai will be your last stop or are you traveling until you settle on where you want to um, be? Dubai is definitely not my last stop. I'm looking at Europe next. Okay. Okay. What parts of Europe? Um, I'm looking at Luxembourg, London, Paris, Turkey, some some of those type of places. Yeah. I think that's going to be um, really interesting. What um, were... What were some of the, because I've read up on, you know, some of the interesting customs that they have and some of the interesting restrictions that they have in Dubai. And um, just, you know, there are a lot of them that, you know, that differ from what we have, the laws that we have here in the U.S. And I heard what you said earlier, and I, I think that I agree with that, that those are probably what help to keep the country safe and keep their crime levels down, which are excellent um benefits to that but what were some of the restrictions that you had to just get used to just the weed <laughs> what it. has uh let me ask you this because it's like getting your hair done and stuff like that now i know in london i don't think they do good weaves at all in london like that unless you go to somebody like super expensive how is that process you know, in comparison to America, Ben, like just getting your weave done, getting your nails done. Um, close well, the shopping in Dubai is like hellified. Like, mm -hmm. they have a the mall was huge, like everything yeah. in the mall. But, like, what has the other stuff been like with that? Um, I mean, nails, hair, lashes, eyebrows. Dubai is a, a beauty capital, believe it or not. So okay. um, I've been lucky to find one of the top um, Nigerian hairdressers. Um, it's easy to find nails. It's easy to find, you know, whatever you need is here. You know, um, the women be souped up. The women be having, um, you know, their bodies done, their faces done, their hair and nails done. Like these women be fly out here. So, mm -hmm. you know, this is not one of those mundane, you know, traditional, you know, um, regal places where you can't find what you need. You definitely gotcha. can find thing that you need here and you can get some of the best. And it's, it's less expensive, too. Really? That's interesting. I know Nigeria for sure, but that's interesting to know that um, in Dubai that it's less expensive as well. So that's really good. Um, I do have another question. Um, okay. how is, um, how did you settle on, you know, when you were in Nigeria, Dubai being your next spot that you wanted to check out? Like, what was it about Dubai that made it, you know, the next spot that you wanted to go to? Um, well, seeing that my husband, um, my husband was just like, let's just go to Dubai. We thought about Turkey. Um, but then it was like, mm, do we want to go somewhere that's going to be 
probably cold. And so we were like, let's just go to Dubai and see it. And if we like it, we like it. If we don't, we can always leave. Good choice. Okay. What okay. What are the gas prices like? I've up uh, because when I was there, I think gas was like thirty five cents a gallon when it was about two dollars and change over here at the time. Um, but what is it like now? Um, everything inflation hasn't hit Dubai, so um, like food prices, gas prices, yeah, inflation has not hit here. She had went to the store the other day and was showing like how much she got for like three dollars. Three dollars, bell peppers, and all kind of stuff. I saw Potatoes. that. Oh, I, I was like, "Well, damn, yeah, Hell, two peppers here is three dollars." Wow, has not hit. Um, I do want to ask another question. So I know that you said that you're going to travel around before you determine your final destination, but are you considering being that, you know, your husband is Nigerian? Um, are you considering like dual citizenship for Nigeria? And if so, have you like researched that process? And can you tell us what a little bit about what it might be? Well, I'm a Niger wife, so I I have I'm able to travel all over Africa now um, without having to get a visa or any of the stipulations. Um, and so realistically, that you know, that kind of suits that purpose. Um, I haven't really thought about dual citizenship until we decide on our resting place. So it's like, why get dual citizenship in a country that I don't know if I'm going to be at right. for real quick? You know, but you already have some benefits by, you know, being married to a Nigerian citizen. So, OK, I didn't know that. That makes sense. And I heard you mention that earlier. So, um, you know, that kind of um, explains why um, you uh, hinted on that earlier and you know why it may not necessarily be something that's at the forefront of your mind because you have right. these benefits by way of marriage. So. Right. Right. Awesome. Yeah. So what was the process like in going from country from Nigeria to uh, Dubai and getting your visa and that process, what was that process like? Um, well, as an American, we're, we, this is a visa free country. So you get your visa on arrival. You do have to get your resident visa after so many days. Um, but yeah, it wasn't a process for me. My husband, he had to do his process, um, which is just a typical, you know, apply for a visa, get the visa. It was done in like two days and we was out. Wow. That's a lot longer than I would have thought, you know, especially um, with hearing about people traveling to other countries and they the visa process is like hella difficult in a lot of different places. So I, I didn't know that. And then you you mentioned purchasing property um, in some countries. They won't allow Americans to purchase property. How does that work in, in um, Dubai or Nigeria? Um, no, you definitely can purchase property here in Dubai. And if you do, you get a golden visa, which you have a 10 year visa. So they encourage um, Americans buying property here, to be honest. OK, wow. Um, I know my cousin is um, purchased, well, has purchased uh, land in Tanzania and she is uh, an influencer and she was talking about the process of she was trying to purchase initially in Ghana, but she talked about how expensive it is now to purchase property in Ghana. It's it rivals New York um, in Accra. I think she was looking at and um, that you have to that she was would have been permitted, but you have to essentially get permission from the neighboring properties, which 
involves some tourist tax, you know, um, right. what is the process, but that she, you know, she's permitted to purchase land and property and, you know, build on the land, but you have to get permission from, you know, those, the neighboring properties, which they might've owned that land for, it might've been in their family for generations and eons, but you have to just get permission from any neighboring properties. Right. Yeah. Well, I would suggest if you're buying property or if you're doing any type of real estate in Africa, you need to have an African represent you. Mm -hmm. You know, like when we were um, getting our our house in um, Nigeria, my husband had to go and not take me, you know, because they would have been like, no, is she a scammer or, um, you know, no, she's an American. We don't want Americans living here. So my husband went and handled all that stuff for me. I saw another interview, the very first um, woman that I saw in the space, in this space, who actually was trying to get citizenship. She got obtained residency in Ghana when they did the repatriation thing mm -hmm. in Ghana. And she talked about the difficulties of the process. And she had a friend who um, was Ghanaian. And she said that when she would go and try to handle business, they would try to tax her. But when she would send him, it was much more easy for him to do it and much less expensive when he would try to go handle business. So it, she just had him handle her business instead. Sorry about that. No, no yeah, problem. You're fine. Go ahead, Danny. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so um, another thing I wanted to ask is about making money. Um, mm -hmm. is it easy to make money in other countries that you're not from, especially as an American? Um, uh, I mean, I would say me, I day trade and I make money from social media. You have to have it put together because you're not going to make the money that you would be used to making in America, unless you're like, you're a surgeon or something like that, you know, and still you would make less money. So definitely have your job in place ahead of time or have a way to make make money you know be a digital nomad um if you will wow my understanding so th the lady same lady that was moving to ghana she was saying that in some countries they really prefer that you know you have some external source of income that you know because like some of these countries they're impoverished or you know like they don't really want you to come there and take jobs away from the citizens um right in some of these african nations she was saying that um because she researched other places aside from ghana too and she was saying that you know it's better to come with some sort of external source of um income than coming there and try and hoping to find a job when you come there and things of that nature yeah i mean definitely yeah um i mean but you should you should have that situated before you move anywhere you know yeah. um and understand that you know the the salary that you get in a different country is going to be will you be able to take care of yourself with that salary you know so for me i had retired i had money saved i have a husband that has you know a job and um i day trade so you know and now i make money from social media so you definitely have to have various ways to have income when you decide to live abroad okay um i wanted to ask you a question about like the religion aspect of dubai um very heavily muslim um country 
how has that been, especially with your transition from America and, and Nigeria? How has that been? Um, I mean, I have, I'm, you know, I lived in Brooklyn, so I'm used to, you know, living in a predominantly Muslim place. Um, I was Muslim for um, a, a bit of my adulthood. Um, and it doesn't, it's, it's, it really doesn't, stuff like that, it really doesn't even make a difference. You know, like okay. I know Ramadan, what to do. You know, I know they have prayer five times a day. You know, I just, I really like the fact that um, it's a heavily Muslim country because I get to have prayer over me while I'm walking or while I'm sleeping or while I'm doing certain things. So it's, it's kind of cool to hear um, the call of prayer, you know, throughout the day. So the entire, the, the country doesn't, uh, like they observe, you know, um, their their customs like uh, like throughout the entire country so do, do they shut down for anything that's related to islam and you you can be in the store and they they, they shut down for um, uh, those observations? They do. um okay. definitely ramadan they do mm -hmm. um you can't go and order food and sit down in certain restaurants before 7 p.m okay. um and then like the other day one of the stores was closed for prayer um, every place has a prayer room mm -hmm. from the, um, the gas stations to the malls. So, you know, wow. um, they're really heavy on having a place to pray. Um, you know, most of the apartments, they have a prayer room, um, outside from, you know, people praying at home, they have a place where they can go and pray. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it really, they, they really make prayer, a, a number one priority here. To be completely honest, um, I probably would like that too. Like when I hear about, even I've seen um, expats who um, have moved and relocated to Spain and they talk about the importance of family and how like things shut down for lunch. Like they get two hour lunch breaks where they get to go home and eat with family because family is so important. Like you have mm -hmm. to eat your meals with your family and they eat like four meals a day and you have a very late um, dinner, but it's like family family is so important, but them putting their, you know, religion or whatever is important to them, you know, um, at the center of things. I absolutely like that they observe that and they have a special place set aside in observation for what is important to them. I think that the, like as Americans, we put work at the center of everything yeah. and other yeah. countries don't do that. And as a result, we have this workhorse culture that is really detrimental to our mental health. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like the fact that, you know, like I said, prayer is important um, because, you know, if, if you're praying a lot and, you know, you're in worship a lot, you know, it depicts the peace in the country. It, it depicts how peaceful the people are, you know, as opposed to America, prayer is not the center of attention, you know, um, during holidays. It's like the only holidays that really shut down are really, you know, commercial holidays, like a Christmas or something like that. But it's still, restaurants are still open. You know, certain stores are still open. So I love the fact they really, you know, focus on what's important to them. And faith is more important than, you know, um, making money to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we totally have it backwards yeah. um, over here. Um, mm -hmm. With their education system, have you heard anything about that in, in itself? Um, um, because I don't have any school age children, I don't really have too much information about that, to be honest. 
I got you. I got yeah. you. Um, so where, where you live are, are there a lot of locals mixed in or is it a expat community or how, how does that work? It's just a mix. Like you don't really know because you know, it's a lot of Arabs here. Um, or Arab speaking people. So you really don't know like if a person is a local. I believe that they may have communities where more locals live. But for me, you know, I don't really ask people where they're from. I met one person from UAE um here, but you know, they it's like here you don't really care. You just talk to people as people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like, oh, you're from here, you're from here, you're from, of course you They'll say from your accent, oh, you're from the States because your accent. But beyond that? Um, did, did like being that you married someone outside of your culture, um, do you feel that you had to compromise your African-American culture? And I know that people have different beliefs on what that means. When I say that, I'm referring to African-American culture or if we even have a culture. Um, I won't get into that and get on my soapbox about that. But no, um, don't. Don't, even, don't, even, don't even stress yourself. We don't have a culture. So whatever semblance of a culture that you feel we have, do you feel that you had to abandon that in order to adopt your husband's culture? My husband, I mean, I think his culture is really lit. It's, it's more things that they get to do um, that we don't do. And my husband's still a nigga. He still smoke. <laughs> he still drink. He still talk shit. You know, at the end of the day, a nigga is a nigga, no matter where he's from Africa or whether he's from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. You know, and the only difference is I'm vegan. He's not, you know, that's how the does that work? Do you, you know? cook two separate things? Um, like, when no, we veganize my food. And if he wants meat, meat is added, you know, oh. but, but we go to restaurants and he makes, he makes amendments for me as opposed to me making amendments for him. Do okay. you make um do you make most dishes like you know Nigerian food dishes, African food dishes, or do you do a mix of you know African American soul food and African food dishes? Um, I haven't had soul food since I left America. I do mm -hmm. make a lot of Nigerian dishes. Um, I veganize them and I make like tacos. Like for me, my soul food is tacos, nachos, burritos. <laughs> You know, like burgers, like it's more, he called that American food. You mm -hmm. know, I haven't made macaroni and cheese. I made some stuff, um, something I made. And he was like, oh, I made black eyed peas. And he was like, it's still water in there. Like, like some stuff he'd be like, what's, oh, okay. He don't like cabbage, you know, okay. he's never. But greens, like yams. Yeah. I haven't even found greens since I've been out. Um, oh. But. But I haven't hmm. made soul food since I left America. I haven't had the need to really want to make macaroni and cheese and stuff like that. I said that I would, but when I'm in the kitchen, I want some nachos. I want some tacos, you know, as opposed to wanting macaroni and cheese. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read the Super Chat. Shout out to Big Truck. Thank you for the two dollars. Uh, Dubai is not a good example of passport bros. That's because um, all right, bye. Um, they want to go to third world nations. Yeah, y'all, oh. y'all don't have the money, bro. Um, <laughs> so 
that's um, why y'all ain't no that's why that. y'all ain't over there heavy so there's that mm-hmm. um they talk uh hella shit in our chat to us honey yeah and so we no, I, get, I get i get hella shit in my on my i get trolls comments emails so i'm used to that shit come for me and i will if i ain't sent for you trust me you're gonna be <laughs> mad you can't because i will read your ass for filth Listen. and i might even read you in yoruba mm. you don't even know the fuck i'm saying but you, you I, I didn't told you about yourself what have been the biggest misconceptions about being in dubai as a black woman like what are the misconceptions um, people about say it? it's restricted they 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 don't treat women equal um the porta potty you know mm-hmm. a lot of people have a lot of things to say but it's like you can't tell me what's going on if you're standing outside the club mm-hmm. you know so um people have a lot of misconceptions about dubai but in the same token it's like you have to live here don't just come on vacation and be here for four days you got to literally live here to see what the country is really about you know i don't have to you know of course i'm not going outside with a thong on in the middle of the day but who is Right, right. You know, um, what? Oh, um, concrete. I'm sorry. So, my, what are some of the misnomers that Nigerians have about African Americans? Because, from my experience, especially um, with you know, Nigerians are can be arrogant, and they seem to have some misnomers, and there's always these this divisiveness that is pushed between African-Americans and any other people across the diaspora. And as a result, there's these diasporic wars that that are had on social media. But from your experience in Nigeria or, you know, your experience um, uh, dealing with Nigerians, like what are some of the misnomers that that you've um, seen or experienced with um, regarding um, African I would say they say we rule. We don't mm-hmm. really have respect. Um, <laughs> ghetto, loud. Um, I mean, we are uh, lustful. And to be honest, a lot of the shit that they say is true. If you look at mm-hmm. reality TV, if you look, because I, I don't even watch a lot of shit no more, but whatever they're watching, they're giving their opinion based on what they see on TV. And if you look at the media, if you listen to the music, and if you look at these reality TV shows or look at the, the programming, what perception would they have of us? You know, what perception are we giving off? Yeah. You know, how are we coming off? Are we coming off, you know, in a family unit respectable? There's right. a far few that actually do this. If if a Nigerian watched Love and Hip Hop, would they think that Americans were cultured, classy, and self-respecting? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't. Yeah, you know. It's, so it's, that's that's our own. That's yeah. our own fault. It is. It's if propaganda. Somebody, it's media. It's no. Yeah. I agree. It it is. It, yeah. Yeah. So it's our own fault. We allow mm-hmm. that shit to happen. You know. You you can't tell me. You know, I'm something, I'm I'm this meat eating, you know, just lazy, disrespectful person because I'm not giving you that that perception. But if I'm over here on my page eating chicken, eating steak, talking shit, grease all over my face, I'm like, ah, bitch, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch, then you gonna say, I get I gave you that perception. You know what right. I'm saying? So we as 
we as Americans, not even black Americans, but we as Americans, we have to think about what perception that we're giving off to the media. We have to think about what perception we're giving off when we travel and when we do these things. If we don't want people to look at us at this as, as a certain way, then don't be that. You know, if we don't want the perception to be like our entertainment and our media is trashy, then stop watching that shit so that they can start to cancel these TV shows and then we come and produce television shows that gives us a better life. You know, I do agree that that perception absolutely formed from somewhere. And I do agree. You're right. If if we weren't um if we weren't supporting that style of media then right. the, and if they didn't have an audience then it wouldn't be we they wouldn't continue to produce those types of shows exactly for sure exactly. for sure yeah so um, i hate to kind of i do i do have to leave here i have to have i had a meeting in 12 minutes i'm supposed to be somewhere that takes me oh. 15 minutes so oh. I, I don't want to cut it short but i literally have to i hope we can you know do a part two because yeah like, that would I be great yeah, but I just you know I do have to leave, and this okay, is okay. Too, so I don't want to you know. Go ahead, then, then, and then we'll do final comments. Um, okay. well, thank you so much for coming through and allowing us to um ask you all these questions. Yeah, pick your brain. Right. Um, because there's a lot of stuff that we don't know. Um, and and especially about women tra traveling and being expats and stuff. So mm -hmm. really wanted to hear um a different view on that so I i'm glad you came through um we appreciate you. you absolutely i agree as well um thank you thank you you were very open and honest and forthright when answering all of our questions we actually got through quite a, a lot of information in in hours time thank you for being direct and forthcoming and yeah we definitely need to do a part two and um get a little bit more in depth and and you know ask uh, a little bit uh, some more questions and, and gain a little bit more knowledge on your journey so if you're open i would definitely love to do a part yeah, two of course. yeah all you need to do is just you know get with my manager and um i got y'all you know and i make sure I, I save some space for y'all so we can really kick it and i don't have shit to do today i just got so much to do i got you told us honey yeah booked and busy and i got some free vegan food to go eat you know I <laughs> well pass up free do we thank you like that part thank you again definitely appreciate you in closing though did you want to add anything um we did we have been dropping your link and as you guys know you can find her at the vegan foodie on all platforms yep no that's it just look follow me and if you know follow me and if you don't like what i got to say i don't give a fuck <laughs> well there you have it thank you again dear we appreciate you. you and enjoy the rest of your evening and enjoy your vegan food Thank you. Y'all have a good night. Thank you, ladies. You Thank too. you. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, honey, that was quick. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was a good interview. Absolutely. Very point, informative. Honey. Very, very quick and to the point. Um, so do you want to give our reviews? Do you want to open it up? You trying to go? What, what what's tea? If you want to open it up and let yeah, because the, they saying we don't never drop yeah, the link. Open it up, yes, oh, man. yada yada yada. We'll open it up for a bit while we're giving our reviews or our take. 
Um, let's do that for a little bit. We'll stay up here for a bit. Um, I will say this. Um, uh, no, I thought that it was very informative. Um, I think that, you know, her knowledge and having, you know, moved from Atlanta to Nigeria, marrying a Nigerian man and, you know, um, living in Nigeria for an entire year and then moving from Nigeria over to Dubai and having being there for six months and experiencing that culture and the customs there. And, you know, um, I think that, you know, she has a wealth of knowledge that she was able to share and um it was very informative i enjoyed it she was very direct to the point gave us a lot of information in a short time and i enjoyed it the only my only bone of contention only bone of contention is that we culture culture. you already know how i feel about that um i vehemently disagree with the fact that we don't have a culture um i absolutely think that it is whomever's prerogative to abandon or dismiss the culture because of their perceived lack of value the you know they feel like the culture brings a lack of value to them or you know it ain't worth a damn or whatever the reasoning is and or i do think oftentimes as a woman when you partner with a man I think that you're adopting more of his values, traditions, because you're under his leadership. You're under his guidance. I am going to be honest. Like I absolutely acquiesce far more to my husband's way of doing things, his lifestyle, his, you know, um, his um, beliefs, his belief system um being under his leadership so i absolutely get that and it seems you know she didn't say that but even how you know she said when she um after marrying her husband and moving she hasn't really done the whole soul food thing but she has been more you know cooking african foods and then like the tacos and other types of american food that's another example of kind of foregoing some of the things that are tied to your culture for your partner's culture because he's going to have his preferences and probably want his style of food and things that he prefers such as the african foods and you know yada 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 so that is standard you know that's not something that is uncommon some of the ways in which i cook food i've modified because my husband likes them i used to cook one quick example spaghetti and put it all in the pot my husband likes the spaghetti in the you sauce. You make it a side dish like that. Listen, my mama had 10 kids. All that was going in the pot. Now I could the new, make the noodles separate from the sauce and the meatballs uh, and all the things. Yes, ma'am. Listen. Uh, get Mr. Food right, honey. You know, uh, so mm. I make food differently than what I did because of my husband's preferences. That's very common. You know, yep. so that was my only bone of contention. You still be sneaking that pork up in there, but we ain't going to talk Look, about it. Look, I ain't putting no pork in. Listen, I'm not putting no pork in that man's spaghetti. I would never. Not in the spaghetti, food. child, in the greens, telling him uh, to smoke uh, turkey. Listen, I got you, smoke though, turkey, honey. Smoke turkey does the job, I assure you. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Big Truck for the three dollar and four cent super <laughs> chat. This guy, he says, I'm a hundred percent certain this panel ain't opening up today. Well, mm. we did, and we hear. Real quick, I'm not talking to you. Hold up, Thank hold you. up. Um, uh-huh. just Kimmy, honey, if you want to come on through, honey, come on through. You know, thanks. Oh, I gotta well, go say, ahead, yeah, thank you for opening up. But unfortunately, you did it after the person left. 
Good job. Well, she had to leave. Big Trump, we I can't know. control people's schedules. It's, I, I it's 10 o'clock at night, 10, 11 o'clock at night I, over there listen, in Dubai. Listen, they want to have something to do. Listen, I totally understand that. They yeah, they always got to run at that oh last couple of minutes. I totally understand. I've noticed. The yeah, problem. so you think that they decide that they got to run when they talk to you? Oftentimes, we no, know that they got a limited she, amount of time before they ever when, come on the air. Not Who when is she that you in the picture with? You love them. Not baby. when she talks to me. She had to run as soon as she saw me put that super chat there. Okay, and then she was like, oh, you know what? She did the exact same thing that that last truck driver did. Big oh, yeah, if they want to come up here. They can come up here and get slapped down. Who yeah, is Maylene exactly in that picture with you? Huh? Child, he Maylene? doesn't even know somebody he paid uh, for. What was his name? Prince Ella, the trucker? <laughs> There's only one big trucker around here. Large oh, margin, ain't no competition gosh. for me. Yeah. I know you was at the massage parlor and asked somebody okay, to post. First of all, I don't do massages at all. I do not let strangers touch you me at all. I don't do massage parlors at all. You don't do massage parlors. Where else you pay for them at? Hold on. The one thing I was going to point out, at, I think women are confused. The Passport Brothers ideology is not about traveling to a first world country to live in any level of luxury. That's not a Passport Bro. The Passport Bro logic is to go to underdeveloped countries where their money goes further so that they can find underdeveloped country women, whether they're, you call them dirty feet, whether they're dirty feet or whether they're roofs fly off when they're going through the monsoon season like they are right now, or whether they can't get fresh drinking water because their town is polluted and they can't get fresh drinking water. That is a passport bro. Being a passport bro is not going to a first world country. And as for that thing that you said, thank you, Sister George, about us not being able to afford it, uh, I've been to Dubai several times, one time to Thailand, one time to go to Maldives, one time to go to Seychelles. Each and each time I flew business class on Emirates. So no, that's not true, dear. But then again, who am I talking to? She ran off. Big truck. I'm noticing so, a pattern, dear. After you finish paying for Maylene, Maylene. um, how much stuff does she do for you after you finish paying for it? Oh, like when you no, pay, no, no, like no. you mean how, how much, much does she do for me before <laughs> and during and after? Let me tell you, while these passport no passport bros are winning right now, y'all know it, I know it. But I'll tell you, the rest of these dudes, these poor manosphere dudes without their passports who are stuck at home waiting on big booty Keisha and Shaniqua to commit to them. Well, they were dry this summer, they were real dry. But the passport bros stay wet. We stay thirsty and wet. These guys were dry. That's why they, that's why they, yes. Black women been traveling, been getting their passports and traveling since Terry McMillan. Guess what? You'll travel together. You'll travel without men. You'll go to country. Terry McMillan, didn't she get her groove back, back in the nineties with with, uh, with Winston? Listen, excuse me. That was a movie. First of all, the female, the based on a true story. Right. That was a true story. I believe it. Listen. I believe it. The black females in America only typically travel to the Caribbean because y'all have more money and wealth than those men. You know that you outclass them and can control them. Where y'all going? Go, excuse me. Y'all go down to Caribbean. Thailand. You go down there to Thailand, the Caribbean. Literally, hundred dollars can take last you three zero, months in Thailand. Zero. I know you don't want me to. I know you don't want me to let. You don't want to let me say it. 
But the bottom line is, Eddie Murphy made this joke back in Eddie Murphy, Delirious and Raw. He said, yeah, y'all go down to the Caribbean, y'all get with Dexter, and y'all are mad at us. You go down there, Dexter's swinging his dick like a microphone. He's swinging his dick around. And he's like, hey, girl, what you so sad about? You in the country alone. And then he starts talking to you. And then next thing you know, Dexter, he's he, Eddie Murphy made the joke. Dexter's fucking her. And the next thing you know, she comes back here. And then you're like, oh, well, what did you do while you were down in Jamaica? And you'd be like, oh, nothing. We just had some fun, me and some friends. Meanwhile, you're all having sex with Desta. We know the game. Child, Eddie let me Murphy tell you what happens in, in Thailand. Let me tell you what happens in Thailand. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. Uh -uh, uh -uh. Go ahead. So what happens is they go and they meet these bar girls, right? And oh. bar girl, I suck it, suck it for you. I, I do it for cheap. I do it for cheap. I, oh. You come back to my room. I go, I go, we go that to part, your hotel. You part. pay the mama son for the, my day off, and we and you take me on holiday. So when they go on holiday and they get in, um, they go. A lot of them people, them, them women be lady boys, and um, you know oh, they be acting like they know, but they have like a big population of lady it's, boys. Uh, I know you want to attack the passport bros, but you're not doing a good job of it. First of all, as far as Child. black women going, to, as far as black women going to Thailand. I went last time to Thailand with a bunch of black female co-workers. It was a big clump Why? of them. Why? Because they all wanted to go. But see, I didn't travel with them because I flew business and they flew that cheap Chinese airline shit trying to get a discount. So that's number one. Number two, when they got there, none of the men there were interested in them. They went off together on those boring ass tours to Fifi and to Phuket and to Pattaya. Do you really think the woman would have been interested in your ass you, big truck if you had no cash? You, I will show you an Instagram. I will show you the photos. All they did was hang together because those Thai guys are not interested in them. None of the foreign guys were interested in them. I went off with my Filipina chick. I got video. I got photos to prove it. They that you took, you were, bought, you bought the Filipino no, with you? I, well, listen, she, I knew her from Philippines, and she came over to meet me in Thailand. How much did you pay her? Um, no, how much did I pay for the flight? It was a hundred. You took sand to the beach. It was a hundred. Yes, you're right. He I took, took sand to the beach because he wasn't going to be able to pull them Excuse other me. chicks without no money. Excuse me. First of all, what I, what I had was a bunch of huge co-workers who were all together. They were in the mud taking pictures with elephants. I'll show you the photos to prove it. And they were all alone. Meanwhile, I was getting squeezed by that Filipino. I was getting wet, wet. They were all hanging together with those boring ass tours. That's a that's when black women travel. You only got two places to go: the Caribbean or Europe. And when you go to the Caribbean or Europe, oh you go to the Caribbean, you'll have a chance of getting sex tourism. In Mexico, we don't talk about. Can't but when you go to Europe, you'll go to the same three places: you go to Santorini, Greece; you go to Italy, or you go to France. You go to the same damn three places, and you go alone. There's no guys going with you. Y'all go alone that, too. They go alone and have to pay for all the cat they get, child. Y'all in that hotel room. Y'all go alone. to Brazil, Colombia, or uh, Thailand. I went alone. Me, show me some black women videos. Alone. Spend $40 for some kitty. Show me some black women videos that have been recently to Colombia, the Dominican Republic, and they gone there. Why they need to go to Colombia, the Dominican Republic? Black you think black men? women don't go to the DR? That's one of the most common black places they go. Black women do go to the DR and parts of the Caribbean, but y'all go there alone. That's my point. When okay. The guys go there, we go there alone, but as soon as we get there, we got a woman. That you paid for. Exactly. 
Exactly. Y'all can't even pay for it. The, the picture of that black woman in Jamaica and they're slathering her ass up like she's a Thanksgiving turkey that we got on there, the videotape that we got <laughs> on there. Yo, when Dexter finishes with you, Dexter goes right back to Roxana and you fly back here. Where do you think Mayling is going? Where do you think Mayling is going? To the May next Ling John. She's going to the next John as soon as she's done with you. Mayling is waiting for us to pull her out of that place because her roof done flown off because they got Hurricane, uh, what is it, Fiona down there. And that's you really acting cool. like you in a you black men are in, not in a different position than black women. Y'all yes, in are. the same boat. We are in a different position. We have. Oh my god! Excuse me. Y'all women are complaining every day that men make like fifteen cents more to your eighty-five cents. Y'all complain every single day about us making more money than you. Number two, when we go oh to those god. places and we're getting these younger women, these that younger you women half our age. Don't leave that part out. That you why, have to pay for. Comment, excuse me. When I put that video and I put it in your DM, why didn't y'all comment on that guy, Landry Simmons Jr.? The guy, 56, he got himself a 27-year-old. That girl. he has to pay for. Show me, the, show me the black woman who's doing it on that level. Show me. Why Bitch, are you look, trying to compete bragging. with us? Listen, like, you, you're not getting that on your own merit just because you are handsome, smart, you intelligent, man wonderful guy. You me, got a, a bankroll. You pay a hotel. You can smell like a sewer rat. You can be folding. You can live in your mama basement. You can go bunk crack and be hanging out. You can have holes in your drawers, holes in your socks, the whole nine yards. It doesn't matter. If you have the money, you can get any woman you want in Thailand. That's right. We could. And that's what we already know it's going to cost money to fly there and pay for understand something men know that that's the game they understand that level of relationships they understand it's just like bluebirds a that ain't bluebird, nothing to brag about right, you bragging about right, tricking excuse me it's not tricking a male bluebird, a male bluebird has to build a better and more beautiful nest than the next male bluebird in order to get the female bluebird Baby, well, I, where i'm from tricking ain't nothing to brag about they clown tricks that's that ain't nothing to brag about and, and let me just say this i don't if clown I tricks. Have to, if i knew i do a, excuse me if i knew that there was a monthly bill coming in for me to maintain a wife half my age and pretty to have my kids and stay at home and be a wife been so as soon deep. as that well run dry, she thing. out of there. As soon as that well run dry, she out of there. Deuces, I'm out. Men know that they have to pay for everything, exactly. and you women, your women, your exactly. idea of passport, you follow hard times, your idea she of passport out. is flying to safe, developed countries that men oh have God. made safe and that men, a lot of oh, men yes. can't afford to. You know what? I'm not judging because it is what it is, but for you to come up here and act like it's something to brag about that you got to pay for tail, that you got to pay for foreign. But, uh, foreign tail that literally is going to the highest bidder. That's not something to brag about. That's Who's not bragging? something that's, that you should flex on. That's We're that's not. like lame he stuff. He is flexing because he's saying that he can afford to pay for that foreign ass. So can the next dude when you roll out of town, the next dude coming in and paying for it. This is the one question you gotta ask Big Truck. If you're blaming men for tricking, what are y'all doing when you go to the Caribbean? That's no, 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 interesting. No, no, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm. What this are you doing? What you got to ask Big Truck. Big Truck, 
What? Why you not married yet? You don't know if I'm married or not. You not married. You don't know that. Big truck, where is your wife? Put your wife on the phone. We want to no. talk to Ling Ling. Y'all want to talk to me? Y'all want to talk to Ryan up now? Mrs. Truck. Shame, blame, wow. and explain. Y'all think y'all are slick, but no, I've already seen the patterns <laughs> and I already understand the game. No, it doesn't work like that. If y'all are going to blame men for tricking when we go to foreign countries, then I'm blaming y'all for tricking when you go. To the thing is, I'm not blaming men. Do what you want to do. I'm telling you, it's not something to flex about. How it's not you know something to brag on. How do you know? Men because I, because I know, I'm telling you, How do you it's know not something flexible? that you get to brag about. No, 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 no. You don't, Rose, you don't make the rules. Men flex you about putting a muffler on a Honda Civic. You don't make the rules. Concrete, we, we do make the rules for us. Concrete. No, you don't. You don't get it's to make the rules. rules. Listen, gas. There are rules. Who, who changed the rule? Because I'm going to tell you something. Growing up for as long as I remember, we clowned tricks. Sipping, uh -huh. tricking. And let me tell you something. Not only that, just three years ago in this space, they was talking about sips and tricks. Now oh, all of a sudden, overnight, it's, it's do the man if you're a trick. Say, do the man if you're spinning on tail. Concrete. Who cares what they think? Wait, wait. I got you, Troll. I got you, Troll. Hold on. Make it make about sense. Are you talking about men that are tricking locally? Because yeah, that is kind of sad. Oh, oh the that's the stipulation. But I mean, if yeah, child, out, you listen, if you listen, trick listen, overseas, listen. that's different. Listen, oh, listen, because the young lady. Now let's talk about your guest. Now she traveled to Nigeria and met her husband. Uh huh. No, well, she she didn't say she, she traveled to Nigeria and met her husband. That's she what, said her husband was from Nigeria. Yeah, I don't know did. where they met at. Yeah, so, she didn't specify. I mean, so yeah, that's probably yeah, a question damn sure wasn't going to specify, and she had to get out of here before we came up there. <laughs> Look, he was like, "Ooh, I gotta go, y'all." <laughs> she said, "You wanted to run, big like, truck I gotta on the fuck out of here." Child, so, she wasn't running from the no truck, damn big you truck. You see the last show? The big truck ran from me too. I was like, "There's only room for one truck on this panel," and when I oh, come up God. there, you better park that truck. And she was like, "Oh yeah, well you can come up and get slapped down." Next thing you know, oh child, I gotta run. <laughs> I hate big truck. He making me get loud. My husband already told me last week that I was too loud. Now big truck gonna get me in trouble. Where'd you where'd you meet your uh congratulations again, Concrete? Where'd you meet your husband at? Well, at the post office. Okay, oh, but not oh, in Nigeria. Not, 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 the, not, no, wait, wait, not the post office in Nigeria. Oh, okay. Oh, hell no. My husband from, because, from uh New Jersey, baby. Because it costs money to travel. Yes. And so again, I believe this young lady was not as transparent as she could have been. Thank you. Because maybe she traveled to get hers too. Possibly. And she married him. The thing is, I'm not shaming someone for traveling and meeting someone. My point is, it's not a flex. You don't get to brag about going over somewhere and paying somebody fifteen dollars to to blow their back out for the entire weekend. That's not something to brag about. Fifteen dollars. Yeah. Wait, wait. Fifteen dollars for the weekend. Really wait, 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 wait. That's really not. See, and that's the difference between that's men and women. Because wait, child. hold on. Fifteen dollars for the weekend, and you get one of them Brazilian looking chicks. Oh, yeah. That is. A flex Listen. to me, like damn, you got over fifteen. I'm gonna tell you something. You better get your STD check as soon. You better get your, your, you better get checked out as soon and, as you get and, back. The STD rate is higher in Baltimore than it is there. What are you talking I about? Health, I got health insurance. Get out of here. What is pull up Baltimore leads America and chlamydia and uh, gonorrhea? What are and you talking what, about? And, and, but in comparison to Brazil, 
in comparison to Brazil per capita, yeah. You no, a lie. Rio, I'm lying. Just don't lie, child. They don't even have, have STDs in right Rio. Now, Baltimore <laughs> STD you see how you see the type of foolishness they be pushing? They'll they make up any excuse. Who was that earlier that talked about people sticking their penis in, in something and be worried about how oh, how that make women look? While y'all had my heart, you talking about Eugene Charlie one or something like that? Say that again, Truck. Oh, well, no, what they were talking about is when Mahogany was on, they were saying uh, they were making up this stuff about women having too much DNA pumped into them, and that's what's causing them to have mental problems and stuff like oh, that. It's not the physical sex alone. The issue is these women are adapting to these men. That's the problem. It's like buying a used car. I don't buy used cars. I buy when you watch me roll up in my brand new electric Cadillac in January. We all oh understand. I don't buy used cars. You know why? Because every time I see a used car, it smells like the last guy. I don't want nothing in my car before I get into it. But you don't I mind laying down with Mayling, and she smelled like well, the last no, guy. No, no. <laughs> Mayling is young enough. Log off, man. Log off. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You don't want a used car, but he don't mind a used. Listen. And, and, oh, and so what the thing is, the reason why that's a bad comparison is because what the men here are fed up with is the fact that between social media and the kids that you have from the previous relationship, that serves as a constant reminder that it's a used car. See, that's the problem. If y'all didn't have social media and you Ryan didn't Price, have the you sound so kids, I'm sorry. If you didn't have social media and you didn't have the kids there, it wouldn't serve as a constant reminder that you had the previous relationship. Some guys don't care about it, but when I go to buy my cars, they knew, or they or they have nothing but test miles on them. Eight but miles, ten miles. Mayling, when I bought my Jeep SRT, that was an thousand dollar truck. It had <laughs> ten miles on it, and those were test miles. I can understand test miles, but one thing I won't accept is the seats are crinkly and damaged, and I won't accept dust and shit in my I'm gonna tell you and look, something. And I damn sure ain't going to pay the same price Thank you for the shit. I'm going to tell you something. This is my problem with, with, with black men and what y'all do. Y'all like to change the narrative to fit Everybody whatever agenda y'all pushing hey, in on, that moment. On, truck, this truck, is what y'all do. Y'all like on, to change the narrative truck, to push look. whatever agenda y'all, um, to fit I whatever agree. agenda you guys are pushing in that moment. Like I even agree. me saying that $15 for the weekend, and Big Cap talking about that is a major flex. Um, to pay $15 for somebody for the weekend. No, it's not. Because like we said, that's crackhead prices. And everybody knows, in America. like literally, if you paying a crackhead price for something, that means that it probably is too good to be true. And it's a catch to it. Like maybe it, it, it's, it's something wrong with it. Maybe the price is that low because it's not of value. So it, it's not a flex. It really is this, not. And y'all thinking with y'all little head instead of y'all See, you Rose, why don't you take the price consumer index of that country into account? The reason why you wouldn't be given $100 is because that's how much most of those people make in half a month. Why would you pay a half a month salary for about a weekend. 20 minutes worth of fun? <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. Oh, my God. But look, you need to say some men, not all men. They don't well, care. Some of they think it's all of us. As far as they're concerned, it's all of us. That's why right. they invite these no, women no, no. to drag. It's, it's not, but big fuck, I'm talking about you too. I am talking about you. About me. There's no shame in my game, dear. I got tax returns to show what I got to my chick. 
Where, so what does that mean? Bed. Like your tax return? That, well, that was a moot point. Yeah, but what I tell you what, when Stella gets good. her groove back and Dexter's finished knocking on her and Dexter goes back to Roxanne and Stella comes back here empty-handed, that's when you see what the real truth is. The difference with the passport bros is they don't come back empty-handed. That's the difference. You don't come back empty-handed. Yeah, I did. Not, if they, not if they don't want to. I didn't come back empty-handed. That's right. Oh, that's what do you have not come back empty-handed? That's all. You don't know you what got truck got in his hands. That's a, a bottle of lotion and the other one full and it ain't like full of lotion. You know what? Vaseline in one and lotion in the other one. He he won out. Like I you, that what? don't necessarily mean you won. You might have came back with something that you ain't bargained for. No, I didn't go, listen. I get my regular checkups. I didn't come back with nothing <laughs> else. I but can't stand big truck. Like he just came up here to yeah. argue and get on my nerves. I bet no. you Priscilla's in her truck right now. Listen to this. She wish she could be on here to say something, but she's busy. Toot toot, large march driving around. But see, they keep on running. That's why they don't want to face the facts. That's why they keep running. I see the pattern. I see it. Let mm -hmm. me read my super chats real quick, child. Um, shout out to JC the Conqueror. He says, Sister George said, someone you paid for. Um, and that's absolute facts. Absolute facts. Um, it's nothing. I, 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 I think when you're not able to get um, a quality woman in the United States. Quality. Quality. What's quality? The woman what you, you just have. had on. Wait, the woman you just had on is quality? Was quality? She was quality. Wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me answer that for you. Okay. The, the difference is, homegirl is married. Neither one of you niggas is married. You don't know, no. You don't know what I got on my finger. You don't know. It ain't a ring. I've never seen a vegan that eat that many carbohydrates. I ain't never seen that shit. Vegans are usually skinny Child, and they're really loud. Big truck. I know you ain't talking about this woman. I know you ain't. I'm not a vegan. I know you ain't talking about this woman. I'm not a vegan. I'm not a vegan. What does that mean? I never proclaimed to me. I never seen a vegan that heavy. Okay. And I'm not I'm not gonna attack the woman's size, but don't what I'm gonna say though is you know the hair, the nails, the like she's not that don't mean she ain't quality to who that's the thing when y'all talk about American women wait her husband that she paid for no no hold up hold up Y'all will sit here and talk so much shit about American women and how we're this and how we're that. The difference is that same that a woman that y'all don't see is quality. She's married. Somebody found her to be quality. That's Absolutely. the only thing that matters. It's a you don't have man, to like it. She said, bitch, don't worry about it. Somebody oh, like it. Somebody so wait a minute. Hold on. The American woman's quality because somebody married her, but the passport yeah, bro's girlfriend. Passport, bro, passport bro's girlfriend that he married, she's not quality? Well, the, the difference is the difference, the difference is, is, is that you Hold guys on. had to literally pay off top out front and put that put them twenty dollars up so you can at least get to have sex with her after you pay, pay her that sex, salary. You don't even know who else paid this woman for sex, but y'all choose to make. So how much I don't know who else paid. I don't know who else. The American guy paid for that Listen, American look, woman. I don't know who paid the woman. Let me tell you the difference. Let me tell you the difference. You gave her daddy three donkeys, two two cows, and a goat. Versus that's racist. No, no, y'all get that. See Rose. It's not racist because no, no, no. It's not racist because Africans do it too. Dowries are not specific to a specific race. 
That's no, not racist. African Americans. It could be. You could consider it a stereotype, but it's not. It's not racist. Unless you're There's in India, difference. Bowery's barely exist anymore. That's a. Racist That's not true. Stereotype. There are a lot of Asian, like Indonesian, like there are a lot of um, Asian you're, cultures you're, where they exist. In a, you realize that Indonesia. Let me tell you something. Excuse me, Indonesia, Jakarta. And the parts of Indonesia, like Bali, those are modernized tourists. Okay, there might be, but there are still Asian and African. There are still a lot of cultures that still do dowries. Literally, I know a, I know a woman here in Atlanta who had a dowry that her husband had to pay because her she's a first generation um, African woman here in Atlanta. Okay, how oh. many packs of Newport was it? Get out of here. Anyways, he paid a certain dollar amount. So yeah, that part. packs of Newport. So he had to pay. Get for out it. of here. Several thousand Newports. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, um, what was the, is, Danny? What was you doing reading the super chat? I can't stand Victor. He causes chaos every time he gets. That's up not here. chaos. That's trying to force you back into order. But I see what y'all are doing. Y'all think y'all are slick. You, you think you hilarious, y'all yo. think y'all are slick. Y'all let Large Marge come in here. Literally, <laughs> stop calling that man. Large Marge said, "Hey, if you ain't calling somebody large, do you know who Large Marge is? That came from Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. Regardless, that's rude, big truck. Large Marge. So anyway, your trucker you Prince comes up in here. Oh yeah, I'm big and bad. I don't wait a minute, big truck. Where you get your six pack? Anybody comes on. Where does six pack come from? Down. That's what she did, and then she runs off into obscurity. Then you did it again today, and she comes up here. Oh yeah, well, Mitchell, if ain't nobody running from you. Ain't nobody running from you. Run from you for what, baby? You gonna take a minute did, to catch up she anyway? She did say if anybody got he something safe, you know, get out of like, here. Oh, but I got. I have an excellent memory, dear, and I see patterns very, very quickly. That's why I'm so good at stock trading. So Whatever. anyway, while she's listening to this show in the background, getting mad because she knows that getting she's mad for what. She's getting, getting mad, mad, getting she mad she at she that random dude look, on the internet because she know because she knows she paid for her husband. Big Trump has some pay for her. Y'all have some for Hey, I wonder, I wonder, is he? A, I wonder, is he an American citizen? Or He's Nigerian. Or was he eligible for citizenship in America? You know that guy. No, her husband is a Nigerian prince, and if you give him your email, he'll transfer ten million dollars in oil bonds to you. All you have to do is open laundry. Anyways, let me read the super chat. Eisen Sama says, niggas ain't never clown tricks, really? Real niggas uh, that put strippers through college are called ballers. It's all tricking. Thank Listen, um, black people have clown tricks from the beginning of time. Y'all tried to make it cool and do this inverse thing where tricking is cool, but I, from the, from the time I was a kid, Tricks got clown. Like we John's clown. tricks, you we got clown. clown. We clown. If, if White. People from the hood knew that you was tricking and it was it came out that you was paying for it. Like you got clown. We clown white tricks. No, they black tricks black. too. Like if, if, a dude, look, if you was an old man, look, look, where you clown. Where you from, Gaston? I'm from where you from. Why you try, look? You you from where you from the Midwest? No, I'm from Atlanta. Oh, you from Atlanta? I'm from okay, maybe in Atlanta they ain't clown people, but listen, where I'm from, they clown people. Like, and in Chicago, they clown people. Like, if it was known that you paid for the tail, you paid for the tail. Men always pay for the tail, even if you go back to the dawn of civilization with that dowry nonsense you're talking about. That was still paying for. It. We're still giving you donkeys and cows and shit for that ass. That's no, that was different. It was. No, it was, it's not different. It's the same shit. How's that different? 
the, the, the difference is literally. Can't even get it out. Let me tell you. What's the difference? Okay, okay. What's the difference? Let me explain the difference. The reason that there were dowries in place was because the the woman was literally looked at like people met women had a bunch of children because they literally the children were a resource. They could help around the farm. They could help Look. you know till the land and stuff like that. But if a child was married off, they're taking away a resource. So because you're taking away a resource, you literally are paying the family because you're taking away a resource. You're taking away a set of hands that could be helping to farm the land and things like that. So as a result, you paid a dowry. There's no difference between doing that and going to one of these foreign countries and taking one of their children away. There is a no, difference. No, excuse me. Most of you these pay families, for a lifetime me, partner versus a piece of tail versus children. a piece of tail who's going to be most laid up next to somebody families, else 10 minutes most, after you done. Most of these yes. families have extra children because their children it. are their retirement plan. When those children start working, those children mm -hmm. are sending money back to the family in order for the family to survive. The Filipinos do it. The Mexicans do it. How much you be sending back to your wife's uh, your wife's family? I'm sorry, what'd you say? How much do you send back to your wife's family? No, no, no. You mean how much does she send back to her family? Because she gets to live under my roof. And so you would be, if she don't later. work, you would be responsible for sending money back to her family. Well, if she didn't work, but do you think, uh, first of all, I'm a cheap motherfucker. So do you Why think you, that I was going to let know. her come here? We know. She's just going to exactly. lay up in my house and not do shit? Are you kidding? Goodness rated Bo had a good point. The difference is she's not a prostitute. She's not looking at you as a John. She's not just on to the next. She ain't letting different men skeet all up in her and every orifice that she got. What? Because the women in the United States don't let men do that. Yeah, they don't let men do that, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> Anyways. We got a super chat. JC the Conqueror said, I can't stand y'all. Neither one of y'all. Um says I would tell my honest, dear. Let her read the super chat. I would does tell my ever, Does your husband ever listen to this and say, Dear B Rose? He just he just texted me and told me that I'm too loud. Thanks does to Big Does he ever truck. tell you that you're being Girl. intellectually dishonest? Does he ever say that? Oh, I'm not only oh. does um, Carlin ever say that, sister Joyce? Does Carlin ever say hey? He doesn't George, tell me. I he don't be listening pattern. like that, like that hardly. Carlin see pattern. Uh, yes, Curlin sees patterns. Does he ever say, honey, you know what? Does he tell you being intellectually dishonest and that big truck is right? Dishonest. Nah, I, I know how to remedy all that. He doesn't that. say that? No, I, I, say right I, I, I know how to remedy later. that. I hope he. I hope he's watching. Right you don't now. need to hold Later shit. On, <laughs> I got this. Don't hold shit over here. Big truck had a point. Listen, that's the one thing my husband ain't never told me that big truck was right and I was wrong. My logic truck. is undeniable. It's coming. Trust me. Listen, y'all up there trying to make the difference between paying for a woman and handing somebody a donkey and crows. Come on. That's there's a difference. I'm I am my husband's wife. Like I if, if I, through sickness and in health, if something happened to him, I'm taking care of him. Is that is that woman that you just paid fifteen dollars for the weekend? What is she gonna do for you okay, if you want so your deathbed? You, okay, so to be fair with you, you're talking about yeah, my husband is sick for rich and for poor, blah blah blah. But your girl last week, Prince Ella, said that that's slavery. I don't agree with that. I already Ms. said that. Miss Trucker Prince Ellen said that so last week. Sick. And y'all let her run out of here before I can get my teeth in. Y'all did. Y'all did let that girl ride. Like, right. she was <laughs> but y'all, no, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold up, big truck. Home girl, all of them. Everybody that we've had on have their own respective platforms 
Princella said, bring your monkey ass so if you wish. If that's what you want to do, bring your monkey ass. That's what Princella said. Nah, the vegan fool says she will give you your issue if you ready. She Take had, your ass over there George, and do what had, you got to do. George, when we do interviews, uh -uh. oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. When we do interviews, our interviews are to get a grasp into somebody else's perspective. Mm -hmm. I don't have to challenge your perspective because your, your perspective isn't mine. I can't say, um, unless it's a man, because y'all know we challenge the men over here. Right. But to me, <laughs> no, I mean, but I, we try to let people have their own perspectives. Yeah, um, she has her, she has a different per perspective. By a lot of shit she agrees with, with her, you guys she on. to go to the truck arrest. Yeah, I was gonna but that's, the appearance, the appearance, if you, unless you're good. familiar with the space, and like if it's kind of like an open interview, you t you ain't telling us, like, I got an hour, I got two hours. Like, we know, right. kind of like we got the afternoon, we can chop it up, we can take our time with the interview. Mm -hmm. Like, especially with someone like Princella, we didn't, I got through three of the three of the 12 questions that I had because you know, when we wanted to get a full picture to be completely honest i didn't know what i was in store with for for with princella yeah because but don't let her ride instead of questioning her i wanted to get a full picture of who she was in addition we did not have time to challenge her questions her we literally ride. would have had we wouldn't have got through one point of hers if we would have challenged her questions because she is such a complex person that it would complex. have taken too long to right. challenge her we tried to literally we did a second show to review her talking points, and we ain't, we only got through half of it because it was so complex. Excuse me. We just Go want y'all to come with this energy and for them. Minutes. You want for two hours and 28 minutes. If y'all let her ride that long with her attacks against us, talking about slapping us down if we get up on that panel, then y'all have to look back at your interview style so that you know that you get through all of your questions in the amount Kid of time Claus, you so that you love to have. I'm gonna tell yeah. you something. Y'all can't talk. Y'all can. Y'all cannot even talk that stuff because we get people pushed back all the time. In this place. Hold on, big truck. Let me let me just get this off. Let me tell you something because I'm not trying to get loud because I'm not trying to get a text message. Y'all gonna get me evicted from my house. Y'all gonna get me served with divorce papers. So listen. What I'm trying to Not say is, paper. literally, I have sat and listened to men in this space berate black women and talk about black women in such a malicious, disgusting and way. And I have not heard one black man advocate for black women, even the mm. 20%. Y'all cannot say y'all don't hear us advocating for black men. Y'all cannot say y'all don't hear us giving people pushback. When we have guests on, we like them to draw a full picture of who they are. So y'all can see who they are. Sometimes we'll do a review. If they have time, we would love to do a full open panel. But if they're long-winded and they want, like, we literally gonna let them rock because we don't have, we don't even have time to get a full, um, get all of our full questions out. Let alone, we don't, we barely could get through the super chats with her. There was no time. But literally, when we did a follow-up, we did a review. We literally did a back-to-back -back show that I did not want to do because I felt like, okay, we do need to address this. I don't want this to be open-ended and seem. Like like, no, we were in agreement and in alignment with everything she said, came up here and said, I disagree with a lot of her talking points. That still wasn't acceptable to y'all. And y'all still talking stuff four weeks later. Okay, so Steve Rose, here's a fair question then. When do you bring her on for the part two where you don't we're spend gonna do a two part hours two. talking part to her? Two back to back, but we will be doing a part two. We you will be doing a part, part two while she's live driving her truck.
well, I don't know if that's gonna happen. You're but an we evil man. Yes, I'm just an evil ass man. Maybe I should do a part two and have a man on to like we check that shit because it's like me? it seemed like no. her ma- her masculine energy that she was so vehement oh i'm a masculine bitch now like she i don't know what say she, that she was she was saying i'm on some masculine shit like she did say i'm on some manly shit now like i remember that specifically it, it will be like, a part two a and man? i'm going to tell you something the part two will be interactive it won't just be her um you know painting a picture of who she is it'll be interactive the part two we haven't decided okay. how that's gonna go or when that's gonna be all right now so that sounds see rose that sounds like a great idea now here's my question how much interrupting will you be doing of the questioners when you do that part two that's interactive? How much? How many times will I see your mic button suddenly turn on and then all of a sudden you come on? Oh, but she didn't say that. She didn't. When that's y'all get to showing that's, y'all ass, we'll stop. But if yeah. she's showing her ass, can we show our ass back? Truck, can I read the super chat? Because you get on my oh, nerves right, like, right, to no right, end, right. baby. I don't know if it's anybody in the space that worked my nerves worse than Big Truck. Yeah, and that's not I'm so good at pointing out intellectual disability. Oh, wait, before you do that, that comment about black, yeah, black, we don't, we don't advocate for black women. That was disingenuous, C. Rose. And I what? That's not true. What part? What what was this? You said, when you said no black men advocate for black women or whatever you said. It was. I said I've no no no. I said in the, in those particular instances that I was just drawing an inference from, there were no men advocating for black women. Well, there she talking shit about black men. Why would we advocate for her? No no no. I was talking about something very specific. I'm talking about the shows. It was specifically on Roger Report's channel. There oh, weren't yeah. men advocating for black women in those on those shows. That's what I was talking about. Not ever. I'm not saying ever. I'm talking about those shows that I was present for that I saw black women like there were some very strong opinions about black women, about the nature of black women. And there was nobody being like, oh, but wait a minute. There are at least 20 percent black women. There are a few good. But there was nobody saying that. Nobody. That, that's uh, why did you read this super chat? Trailer. No, I, I've been trying to get to a girl for 55 me, minutes. I got you. Uh, shout out to JC the Conqueror. He says, I would tell my son to trick overseas than to marry a single mother. It is no reward in that at all. Um, well, make sure you tell him to stay away from Colombia and um, the Dominican Republic, where the single mother rates are higher Brazil. than the United States. Brazil. Excuse me. That's not true. DR has lower single moms than we have here. That's a lie. That's not that's true. That's a lie. You know, Look it up. Matter of fact, uh, either DR or um, Brazil, one of them has the highest single mother rate in the freaking you, world. Hold on. Are you just pulling these facts out of some part of your behind, or are you actually understanding the difference between these countries? Because we, you brought this up. Four, no, three weeks Sir. ago you brought that one up, and the, and Sir. DR has a lower single mother rate, and you even we even Sir. we all saw it at the same time. Now Colombia might be higher, but not DR. Oh, it's Brazil. Okay, well, it's Brazil. It's Brazil. Okay, yeah, Brazil, Brazil. My bad. Not DR, dear. Not DR. Make okay. sure you know your map. Do we need to pull out Carmen Sandino's map? Let me ask you a question, Big Truck. Why the hell did you discourage Austin Holloman from coming over here to do the interview with us? And Why are you discouraged? Because we never talked about your show at all. I never, ever told him anything. Big Truck, you need to tell him to come on so he could do the, do the show so we won't give him no pushback. 
I'll give him a private message if I can, but we never discussed you ever. We never, And as far as I know, Austin does just about any interview. From what I've seen, he does any interview he's offered. Child, I'll, I'll, I'll the men are spirit and blackballed us, so I'll get us back on the list. I'll ask him, it probably was David. I'll, 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 right I'll, I'll, I'll post it up right now. I don't know if I have the private stuff, but I'll ask him if he'll come on your channel. No problem. Yeah, do that, big truck. So no, we can I, help I guess that'll help be like... the day that the panel's open and all of a sudden there's more than enough time for questions. Then. No, we're we, we just trying to help Ike. You know what I'm saying? So don't uh, put the word in. He, yo, that the dudes you gotta understand there's a lot of black men attacking his channel, and he's rising so fast beyond like their channels, it's like they're just pissed off now at him. Mm. And he's doing pretty well. Good stuff. You know, um, shout out well. to the Sir Hale Speaks up in the building. He says many black men advocate for black women. It's that when there is criticism, women interpret it as a, an attack. Um, that's an actual, that's a good point. Um, but I think it, it, there's a way to give criticism, um, versus attack and us being in this space, we've seen a lot of uh, attacks versus criticism. Um, and people don't generally handle us with soft gloves, um, when they're criticized and they want us to kind of baby them when we have our critiques. So I, I think that's the, the difference. Mm. Um, yeah, but I think it's like so. The thing is, we get the 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 boxing gloves as it is, right? Like so, we get the boxing gloves out the gate. If you're going over here handling somebody else with kitty gloves and never put the boxing gloves on, it seems like you're aligning yourselves with their whatever. Like we get it. It's an interview. You don't want to like scare them off, possibly for a part two. Or no, keep the, it, but, more than that, though, Gaston. Um. We have tried to interview, we want to do interview different people from all walks of life right. um, and let people actually be able to have their perspective. Um, the people that we've interviewed, we don't generally go hard on them. Even if we vehemently disagree with them, we let everybody that we've interviewed generally have their say. Now, um, the times where we challenge most people is going to be in a like a panel style discussion, and we're doing a panel or whatever. We'll channel, channel, channel. Um, excuse me, challenge. challenge people. Then, for the most part, but every interview that we've done, we've generally let people get their shit off, mm. and yeah, that's been what it is with every interview, even with the men that we've interviewed. It's not like we try to go at the men's neck. We bring them on and go at their necks. Um, for one, I don't necessarily think it's good practice. I agree. For, for me, that's my opinion. I agree. And then to have people to want to come to your show and be comfortable um, and know that they're going to get their say, I think that's what kind of has allowed us to do so many. Absolutely. Because if you create a hostile environment, I'm not coming back to be interviewed on your show. Or right. if I see you create a hostile environment with someone else that you interview, I will never allow you to interview me. So we are um, particularly impartial. We we literally set a standard for the way our guests are treated. Now, I can't lie. Like we we do have banter with the men like y'all can take it. Like, And to be completely honest, like Ooh, say that again. I, no, but listen, listen to what I'm saying. 
I, I really like feel like like I'm talking to my cousins. Like it's literally like the joke. Like it's li we have a banter with y'all. We playful with y'all. Like y'all are like family. It's not because like oh we are giving y'all something that we like. We literally our relationship with y'all is quite different than the women because they don't even come over here. Most of our audience is male. Like y'all are like family. We BS with y'all all day every day. Like y'all. Yeah literally play like that with y'all so yes you? we do have a banter with y'all that is quite different than we have with women because this is a male space and we are very familiar with y'all like i am with big truck like literally smack talking with him the entire time he's this is like literally people that don't know me and this is me being very comfortable with y'all i've literally been in the space for as long as i have and a person who is not familiar with me would kind of be surprised to see me so lax like making little um comments that i've made even that are um inappropriate like all, almost um borderline inappropriate in the space like this is me being very comfortable with y'all and i don't let my hair down with a lot of people and that's because it's like a family like i look at y'all like damn near family like this these my peeps type of thing so it's actually because i rock with y'all it's not like i'm doing it because i'm being a butthole to y'all and trying to treat them <clears throat> special way it's because i feel like i'm cool with y'all whereas they're more like y'all guests in the space and this right. is family. So that's how i look at it but when a woman has that type of energy specifically her uh what was the princess print what is it princessa princella um you know why would you assume she would because she came with masculine energy so you should i mean not you should it would be my impression that you would assume that she could take it just like we can because it's like at the end of the day if she want to have a dick let her have a dick and you know the way y'all family but the, another thing is too women will and not to say her specifically but my, in my experience with women mm -hmm. most women will sit up there and act like they can take it they can deal with it and then will go back to their platforms and trash you and dog you out and True. we already have um a lot of women around the space because we've called women on their shit mm -hmm. that oh well it's not a safe platform for women to go over there because they're gonna allow the men to say this that and a third to you and a lot of times the shit that we could say y'all gonna say much worse in the chat unless we put a cap on that and then like when we when the lady came up there was somebody who made such a disparaging remark like even before the interview got started good oh, i had I to block the person oh, like wow. damn you gonna come in on that and a lot of shit that y'all say is fucking hurtful yeah um, and women are sensitive and y'all do and so we are protective of the guests because they are strangers to the space a lot of them they are not yeah. familiar to the majority the space. of our guests have been strangers yeah like them. damn they taking time out of their schedule an unpaid <laughs> interview sometimes two three hours out of their schedule uh, oftentimes like we booking through their assistants or these are people that a lot yeah. of these people that they, they this is their business we've had relationship experts tantric sex coaches these are their businesses that they're promoting and stuff they ain't doing this just for free they have a business that they're promoting we can't have people you know trashing them in the chat so we are a little bit more protective of them in that way but i still look at them like this is a professional relationship that right. i have with them but this is my family over here in this chat but there is a such thing as professional pushback and like i said yeah um, and we, we let y'all do that 
No, that no, we are unprofessional in the chat. We're talking about y'all. I mean, yeah, y'all get like that too. Y'all, y'all the y'all the professionals. Professional means you get paid to do it. Y'all the professional. Oh, you saying that we should be pushing back in a professional? We could we could still offer professional pushback. Well, well, I'll right. give you this. Y'all did try to push back on her jaded perspective against marriage. Obviously, it's because y'all are married. Now, y'all don't have to do uh much. You don't have to do as much pushback. All you really have to do is just make sure that anybody who does come out of the chat and does come on the panel is respectful to the guests. Because even if they ask questions that you know are triggering, they can still be respectful while asking yeah. those questions. Because right. I could tell y'all wanted to talk back to her, but I guess her masculine energy kind of quieted all that down. And I and I really wanted to I really Go wanted ahead. to know like. You know, I, I mean, I had questions about like why why is the military letting somebody like that lead soldiers? And what do you little... mean? Whoa, 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 whoa! Mm -hmm. Like, in what what regard yeah. would you say? Because when it comes down to being in the military, um, you're actually dependent on somebody else, at, like damn near as as a lifeline. You're not taught to be separate in most instances right. you have to stick together in in a myriad of ways like ways I unseen totally that you have to stick with somebody and so, i wore the same uniform you did danny i'm saying like she's divisive like the way she talks the way she interacts with people from the way she interacted with y'all it just doesn't seem like she would be a but good that's probably her opinions outside of like i'm sure she's she wasn't promoting that in the also, military like every one. other black woman she could turn it on and off when she's at work I well, i'm gonna be honest with you i'm gonna be honest with you um if you listen to her and you heard her really talk she has a great rapport with men she has yeah, she a great rapport with men yeah, you could, you could feel that. she has a great rapport with men you can't Wait, deny her rapport about? with hear me she's, out she just said she did. So all, all I'm asking is who we talking no, about. No, let me let me let me, let me keep it a buck with y'all. Oh, okay. I have a I I had a great rapport with men because at some point I was a tomboy or I hung out with a lot of guys to learn things about game and stuff like that. So I, I was around a lot of guys. I was around a lot of players who really taught me some shit. And so when it comes down to dealing with different men, I know how to handle men. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a and I felt like she was one of those chicks that was really in on the deep conversations. They would come to her. They would tell her different things. Um, so to me, she has a great rapport with men. Now, if you be around men and men are telling you that they cheating on their wives or they fucking this bitch and that bitch or uh, some pussy stink, but they still ate, like you hear a lot of different crazy shit when you really, really cool with guys. And a lot of the things and a lot of opinions that she formed, she formed that because of her relationship to men. And so I, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Or of if she, got, also, or if she if learned that information. About it, real oh, quick, guys, and before you answer, I just want to add this little two cent piece um, really quick. Um, Hi, Carolyn. Also take into consideration that she said and other people said that her views changed. So she is no longer in the military, but her views changed. People actually said Princella once was an advocate for men and she her views changed and evolved. So keep that in mind, too. But just go ahead. So the, military, oh, so she, the military taught her to be a killer of them. Exactly. I mean, she could have already been that. 
And so, Jordan, so, I was going to ask this: Could you uh, could you get one of your um, military like fatigue photos and post that up? That we would like, like we'd like to see that. No, I don't want you guys masturbating to it. Oh, lotion right here. Come I ain't on. shit. Oh, relax. <laughs> <laughs> if you had fatigues, I, oh man. Listen, I was um in the I was in the navy, and this is when I was in my best the navy? shape. Yeah, I was a navy girl. You want a boat? Yes. Oh shit. Nasty as hell. Were you like shining up the F-18's nozzles? Or, like, I say if you put doing? some whites on here, ain't nobody gonna be looking to no whites and be like, yeah, that's no, nah, how I wore my whites and how they wore their whites was two different things, baby. Don't oh, do wow. me anyway. <laughs> no, you, gotta, you gotta post a photo. But um, thing, so the question was, uh, you said she wasn't in the military anymore, and assume assuming that her perspective changed after she got out, then you know that's a totally different story. But from the like I said, the divisive nature of her conversation then, um, she shouldn't be leading anybody, especially nope. not a, a soldier like soldiers in the mil- in the United States military. Hell no. Nah. She said she was an officer. Hell no. Nah. Right, man. Ouch. Why do you have problems believing that she was an officer? No, it's not. Like I said, if she had the mindset or the train of thought uh, that she has now while she was an officer. I can see why she isn't anymore. That's for damn sure. Cause are you, are you trying to say she was dishonorably discharged? No, oh. I would never say something like that. I don't oh, know okay. that woman's uh, career, nothing like that. But I'm saying I can see why, you know, because she wouldn't be, you could be honorably discharged and still be a shitty soldier. Oh. Um, but, but Gaston, what about men who who have that divisive mindset? What about like you, you, you. But you know me, like I'm not a divisive man, you know. No, 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 I, no, I, I do. Okay. No, not not you. Drug. I'm talking about we see men in this space who have divisive okay. mindset. In addition, to be completely honest, like if you want to call her a misandrist, for example, there right. are a ton of men in the military that are misogynist. So it's okay for them to lead women? Well, it really is. Hold on. It's really face. nobody's choice. If you're a superior officer, people are forced to do it. Yes, your face. Say. It's not. It doesn't come down to whether or not you should be leading. The bottom line is, if you make it to that position, well, people <laughs> are bound to follow your orders. And, 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 and to that point, Big Truck, um, as a man, if you're in a leadership position in the military, that's you know that's the military. You know, the military was initially designed to defend the country. Exactly. Women weren't meant to be warriors. Exactly. But that's the military that we serve now, and you know it is what it is. I'm okay with it. But uh, to go back to the leadership point, women aren't traditionally good leaders. And if Uh you have a woman in a leadership position, like an officer, not just like a lower rank, not commission officer. I think even once women get up into senior enlisted uh, positions, they shouldn't be there because at we some got a point, response to this point that he just said. You know what he point, said, Danny? Women aren't traditionally child. good leaders. Women aren't traditionally good leaders. Wait a minute. Comes, Hold on. Let me comes, let me see. When it, now, when it comes to families and you know uh-huh. uh social settings, sure. But when it comes to protecting the country, now right. I, I have I'm, to say, I mean, I, what is there I think and, and, not have all, you seen the woman king? Most. Have you seen the woman king? It's a movie. That's fiction. No, <laughs> but, it's on, but it's based on a real life tribe. I but I will with you, concrete. But I will say this: Did that tribe? Uh, no, did that I, tribe end slavery? 
Or, well, listen, or did it just let, get overtook because they were a bunch of women? Well, uh, but listen, let me say this. Now, a real talk, I would never want to be in a position to have to lead in battle. Like, that's not something that I would desire to do. And I honestly, as, as much hate and pushback as I'll get for this, I agree that women, I don't believe that women are designed for um, leadership in war. I don't believe that we should be leading in war. I don't believe right. it. And see, in, Rose, in, I agree with you there because of a very simple reason. While the men are fighting or the men are at war or protecting, the women are at home birthing the next generation of soldiers. That's how it's supposed to work. And and raising. So not just birthing, but nurturing. Birthing and raising. Know, and, and so it's not just, you know, in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant, but also nurturing that community. I mean, look back in the, what was that, World War II and the whole, you know, women got to work now. I think that's where shit started going downhill because it was like, oh, women got to start making guns and bombs. And what was the lady name with the month she was doing the shit? Anyway, I don't know, man. I, I really think that as a community, um, we're going to get some shit figured out here pretty soon. Because, I mean, all this shit's kind of coming to a head at this point. And, you know, like I said, if these women want to have dicks and balls, they can run around and talk that shit until somebody kick it. And then mm -hmm. it's like, oh, shit. Oh, that I, I see what y'all saying now. And why a lot of these women say, oh, well, I was dating black women, but I stopped. I date other women now. Like, why? What happened? You a black woman yourself. Ain't your mama black? So, anyway. Um, mm. I so you go. you understand that, huh? After have seeing one interview with Princella, seeing one example of a mm. woman that you feel showed masculine energy. That, no, I live in Atlanta. There's plenty well, of women well, here that don't showed masculine energy. Don't forget 45 energy. minutes ago, because we also saw that too. So right, with her, with her uh, good AliExpress wig. But listen, <laughs> um, did you hear Danny? You ain't listening. She, I am listening. Why is he talking about the woman's wig when he ain't got no hair? I'm about to go. Because this um, is look. okay, anyways, these men why is that the shame blame and explain the man's haircut? Yeah, and it looks good. First of all, it looked good. Did nothing to him. Exactly. It good. But anyway, uh anyways. Oh um, I'm gonna get my final I'm gonna get my final thoughts out because I do have to run. Okay. I appreciate y'all having me up. No, thank you, guys. I ain't seen you in a minute. I'm glad you came through. I'm yeah, glad you got know. them cuz. Oh, and what you JC said, create your own channel. I got one. Go subscribe to it. Ow. But um and I appreciate y'all so much. You know, y'all are great content creators. Y'all really are. And I do appreciate y'all interview styles. In that interview, I was I was literally driving to Alabama listening to that. And, you know, the whole time, or driving back. He was about to crash. I was like, I know these bitches ain't going. Y'all better say something to her. <laughs> like, are y'all letting her ride like this? Listen, it was people mad as hell. Like, My I was getting called all weekend. Listen. You said my husband, husband was, was like, nah, y'all was wrong as two left shoes. Like, what the hell? That's y'all platform. How the hell y'all? Like, he was he was heated. He was Child, heated. that's the interview he conscious. him about. <laughs> he conscious, so you know he, he got it right. But anyway. Nah, um, but you know what? I thought it yep. was a great strategy because at the end of the day, y'all was mad as a box of rocks, honey. Y'all was mad as hell. He literally and said the it, same thing. This is why black men don't, want, don't trust black women now. This is what they be saying about black women not defending them in the face of the, I'm like, bro, like I don't want to. But when y'all be mad, y'all participate. Y'all have y'all have it lit when y'all be mad. And yeah. 
I be hating to piss y'all off sometimes, but uh, I mean, sometimes you gotta, make, gotta, you gotta make a show, right? So, Danny, drop the link. Oh, uh, I can oh, child, let me that. drop the link for my husband, honey. He <laughs> coming to wreck some shit. Oh, oh, well, look, 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 hold on. Before you bring him up, I gotta go. Y'all have a good what? day. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't run. I'll stay right here while he comes up. But anyway, y'all had her up here for an hour and three minutes flat. And we got more accomplished in the last 47 minutes this than y'all did in that first hour and I 40. cannot stand. I cannot. Big truck. Shout out to, to Uncle Stu. Oh, man, on the block. Um, Uncle Stu, thank you so much for your super chat definitely appreciate you um y'all go check out uncle Stu. uncle Stu over there about to get y'all last in line uh right, well, he said y'all need, need some damn men's boot camps and stuff and mm -hmm. uncle Stu gonna whoop y'all ass in the shape the only Especially thing he needs truck. is to have a good job and keep his ass working everything else falls into place after i that. cannot stand big with the facts yeah a spy is an infiltrator a spy is not a leader a soldier is not a leader. A soldier does what they're told. Mm. That's true. That is true. Hey, Look at that setup. That, I mean, that's going on? Hey, I How much did you pay for those monitors? That's a nice setup. Don't Ooh, ask nobody so the price of no shit. That, that's, you ain't even seen half of it. It's so fire. See the shit that I got. Hey, daddy. Are you? Are daddy, you that's you. I'm talking okay? to you, babe. Oh, I know. I know. I, I, I had the, uh, the, the, I hadn't, I didn't have YouTube muted. So it was, it was lag. And I was like, wait, who's saying what? Man, <laughs> so, that looked like y'all could um, the nuclear missile from there. Uh, not, not quite, not quite, not, really? not quite. Right. But, uh, um, it, real quick about this Prince Seller thing. Uh huh. Listen, man, there are some people that are so out there with their views. You just gotta let them run. It ain't even about pushback. Nah. That way, you, you can just be like, "Wow, she really feel that way." <laughs> like, and, yeah. and, and, because the thing is, is no, no matter how much pushback you give, she's not gonna change her mind. For one, uh -huh. and number two, she's probably gonna double and triple down just because you're a counter to whatever it is that she's saying. So, it, it's some people you just gotta let them. You just gotta let them go. We all know that a lot of the stuff wasn't adding up. Mm -hmm. I mean, hell, the all of us here on the panel know that a lot of that stuff didn't wasn't really. It's not everybody's reality. You know what I'm saying? It's no different than, uh, say, a guy with super extreme views, and you'd be like, "Bro, you on some bullshit." That ain't how that worked. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. So, especially when it comes to an invited guest. Let him have the floor. Let him have the floor. Like I said, we all know what's up. Just let him be. It's really that simple. It, 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 there was no need to get upset. Hell, I was laughing more than anything because I was like, yo, she wild. <laughs> like, like, yeah. You, you know, know what funny? I'm saying? When you said that, you put something in my mind that I didn't think of previously. Was that? Had she stayed around and had she been like challenged by people about what she was saying, she might have ended up on Baller 2.0. It's possible. Because just like when Sister George had that spat with Bomb Cherry, and, and then those clips are getting posted up there, I mm -hmm. you know, there's a possibility they didn't want that to happen. I didn't want it to happen either, but sure. 
<laughs> yeah. Um. The, the thing is, like I was saying, man, it's yeah. It's some people you just got them let them let them run with it, because <laughs> because it's not going to be worth your time or energy or blood pressure to push back. Like, oh, don't worry, my blood pressure is stable. Let me. Read oh, my, 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 mine is too. I'm just saying, like I was going. You got it's it. Harriet Tubman. <laughs> I'll read the super chat. Harriet Tubman was a famous female soldier and spy who successfully led many slaves to freedom. That shout out to the faith factor for the five dollars super chat. Lies. Harriet. It's the same thing over and over. Lies. Harriet Tubman was the first female in the U.S. history to lead a military expedition. Look it up. Excuse me. Um. Okay, fine. So, like, what's your point? All right, Uncle Stu, the old man on the block. Well, she's saying you know, women can lead. Two dollar, uh, no, two super chat. Soldiers are leaders. Soldiers are trained to lead. No, that's not true. Soldiers are I there think... to follow orders. Officers in charge and superiors give orders. But let me say this to Faith's point. I think that I don't think that that's our natural position. So I think that we absolutely can lead. I don't think that we it's it's impossible for us to lead, but I don't think that it's our natural position. So I don't think that it's our natural place. I, I, that's what I meant by saying um, I don't think we're naturally designed for leading in battle, but we can. Yes, well, I, we absolutely can. By the way, a civil war raid is not the equivalent of a military expedition. Let me tell you what a military expedition looks like. Vietnam is a military expedition. Raiding yeah. a place during the Civil War is not equal to a military expedition. So there's never been any women war generals? No, I'm not saying that there haven't been any generals. There have been women. For instance, well, uh, Artemisia. Artemisia, when the um, Persians were invading the Greeks, Artemisia was a leader during that. But the thing about it is, again, she didn't build that. She just came into it. So I agree with you when you say that's not a woman's natural place. Most armies never would let women in because they were supposed to stay at home, birthing the next generation of soldiers and holding down the house. It's just that simple. This is not this is not complicated. Okay. Um, let me let uh, uh, Chaos reign in and Uncle Stu because we're ready to wrap up. Mm -hmm. I got stuff to do. Everybody gotta go now. Yeah, I definitely yeah. gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See, so yeah, my, uh, my, my what's good. up? My mind's good. All right. Um. Yeah. If y'all notice, ladies, books were written about ladies' travels. Um. But sometime, uh, Mary was written by Bianca Williams, and that came out four years ago. White women have been traveling, and sisters have been tagging along just as the seventies and going eighties. Black men just just now start traveling, the ones that did not serve in the military back in the end of the, the 20th century. So when they talk about women have been traveling, women have been, always been traveling before men, especially black men. Black men is late to the game on traveling outside the country. Personally, it has only been more noticed and talked about more in the last year or two. And they have documentaries about this. So I'm not sure what is something new, like this is something new that, you know, men are doing, we're doing too. Ladies been doing it longer you know the only thing is what and i did content on this person in my perspective that um you know if you're going to do it you're just going to do it um you should not be doing it because of say i'm doing this because of somebody 
because last time I checked, I would see most women advocate when they said when they go out the country, say I'm just doing this because I can't find certain men. They're not gonna marry the men, but they go they'll go pay for the dick. But that's not a story. But <laughs> it is what it is. So I, I don't know what was some. I mean, I'm not gonna take any credit what she's doing if she's transitioned to Nigeria and doing it pretty well and learning language and making a life all good, you know. But you know, the thing about women are now just doing. They've been doing it for a long time. That's nothing new, you know. Since people write books about this. So. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, Chaos. Um, Uncle Stu, what's going on? What's going on? I'm not going to stay up here too long. Um, very good show. Everybody has been going overseas. I don't know where everybody's coming up with their conspiracy theories from. That's Uncle Stu. Black black men been going overseas long before World War One. Been going overseas too. Um, being that I'm a vet, I know what soldiers do. I know how soldiers lead, and I know that a whole lot of officers don't make it in a whole lot of places. So, like I said, soldiers are trained to lead 24-7, trained out of basic training. Why? Because the person ahead of you, let's say, gets deleted, guess what? You got to lead. So, soldiers are always leaders. Last thing that I'm going to speak on as far as this argument about oh women been doing this and men ain't been doing this and men just now well i guess nobody have heard of all of the great leaders that we've had that has been overseas between marcus garvey malcolm x dr martin luther king muhammad ali we've been traveling one of the first groups as far as major groups do you not know that hip-hop got its not only got its start in new york but it also was the first to go international and because hip hop went international, a whole lot of rappers also went overseas. One of the largest content creators in, in the space is a woman that talks about going overseas. So going overseas is nothing new for either side. This is only this sector. The only people that will argue against going overseas is people that's never traveled in my theory, almost four blocks out of their own city, out of their own state. So, I think, you know, be them having the show, the show that women's doing it too, really puts light on just keeping everybody quiet, especially females that say, well, the men is just now starting when this young lady is already proven this has been going on. So I, I, I think sometimes we just gotta just, if you haven't been overseas, don't talk about it. I think C said, Concrete said something very good, which was, and this was earlier, when she talked about if you go to certain countries, there's a reason why those people act the way they do. You go mm -hmm. to a Muslim country, trust and believe. It's so patriarchal, it's ridiculous. You go over to Asia, there's only certain parts of Asia that's very patriarchal, there's others that's not. In certain areas, black people, whether it's a male or a female, is seen as an exotic species. Just as when certain females or males come over here, people see them as being exotic. Right. Oh. Um, and um, the vegan food did foodie um, did mention that um, she's seen as like the new girl. And, um, you know, her, and she talked about her experience. So it, it was exotical. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I mean, you 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 I, I've always said if 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 y'all two went to France, then me and your husband got to go to France to snatch you up out of there because 
they love them some black sisters. Yeah, um, I see women uh, posting like some of the expat pages that I post in different parts of, I think, is it um, Italy or not Italy? I'm sorry, different countries, certain countries where they are, um, they're fascinated by black women. And I mean, they are just all over them. It's kind of like absolutely crazy. They literally treat you like you're a celebrity. Like, seriously, you you are considered an exotic species in their eyes. Just as when a man goes overseas in certain areas, hey, he's either, he's, he is a star. He is literally a star. So it's, it's, it's the exoticness of it. You know, when you can see something that's different from what you're accustomed to seeing, you know, there, there's, a, there's an aesthetic, there's a beauty aspect to it. But I don't want to hold y'all up because I just dropped a video and I gotta go be with my little wife. So, you know, I gotta go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, thank you, you so know. much for coming through, Uncle Stu. All right. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Have a good one. Take care, Uncle Stu. All right. Okay. All right, man. Be easy. All right. Uh, sure. Chaos, what are your final thoughts? No, that's good. I came back up here. It's been a while, man. You know, I've been doing some things and I catch y'all streams and the content has gotten much better now. Now that y'all show yourself, we see in the studio, we see you doing the interviews now with women. Now they can't say nothing bad about the breakdown now because you have women doing content for y'all. So it is mixing up a little bit. So you know, man, this is people that, that that's going to talk trash just to talk trash. All facts. We, we, we've that's seen true. it. We've had women <laughs> all month long, but we've had complaints all month long. And the thing is, we get questions yeah. about why we don't have women, and we've had a month of women, and it's been interesting the entire month. Very different, diverse conversations. I've loved it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, most people can't be satisfied. You start to put out content, nonetheless. You're not here to make people smile. You're here to put out your perspective. This is the breakdown, and either they accept it. Or they're not gonna like it, but at the end of the day, you're hearing from a woman's perspective. And there's only two women could do it: one that's pro-black, and one that's military. Yo, hoorah! All right, hoorah. And, and, and I see you on Wagner. Keep doing the content on Twitch, man. I do. <laughs> this time, man. All right, thank you. Yep. All right, um, big truck. What are your final thoughts? Well, once again, ladies, it was a very uh, thought-provoking and interesting interview that you did for that hour and three minutes. Um, the one thing I would ask, and and I kind of, the what was his name, Uncle Stu, I believe, kind of brought it up. Can we please not conflate traveling with passport bros? The first thing I said to y'all when I first got up here. Past, the spirit of the Passport Bros movement is not traveling to a first world country to get married to a Nigerian email scammer. That's not how this works. So all I'm saying is, can we please try not to Wait, conflate what? these issues? Can we try not to conflate travel with Passport Bros? Black men have been traveling since black men existed. Can we please also not conflate traveling to other countries for marriage with prostitution. And if we could just try to do those two things, you will stop yourselves from sounding like these buffoons on TikTok, these black women who I keep on putting at the beginning and the end of my Passport Bro videos who sound and look 
like clowns. I, don't I bet you better not put us at the end of it. No, listen, I don't want to see that happen to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you warning us? Big truck. You, going you better not do us. Going, if you continue going the route that you're going, there's always out. the possibility that that can happen. I don't Big truck, you going to do that to us? No, 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 no. Not me. But all I'm saying is if y'all do something like, because it's like even most of the stuff y'all said today, Sister George, using my iPhone alone, I could crop that image and I could put you right at the beginning of the video. Well, all I'm saying is I don't want to see that happen. This fool is warning us. I this don't want to see that happen. But what I'm trying to tell you is you need to just try not to conflate these two things. because yes, It doesn't, it, it's <laughs> intellectually dishonest. And we would appreciate it, platform bros. We'd appreciate it if you try not to conflate these two ideas. Thank well, you. if you if you happen to get Austin up on here, I, then... I sent him a message and I asked yeah. him how would he feel about it. I sent him two messages, so we'll see what happens because he seems like he's friendly. And 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 by the way, it's like your channel. I will give you this: y'all aren't as confrontational as some of these psychos. Like the Black Development Network and Peso Men, their channels are trash. So y'all are not that, y'all are not com combative, confrontational. So maybe he won't mind doing it, and uh, I'll, I'll do my best. And let's, yeah, I'll, yeah. see, we're feminine. We're feminine, like a lot of American women are. So. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, no, I mean y'all. Y'all pretty uh, feminine. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, and I, I guess it comes from, you know, actually getting that ring, being married and submitting just enough to make sure that you could control that guy's mind. So I'll give you that. Babe, am, am I controlling your mind yet? Look, look how Carlin looked. You see yeah, that I'm, I'm going to do my little. Trust me. Trust me. She was made a complete opposite. <laughs> he looks like. Babe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look into my eyes. <laughs> and how you do it? Uh-uh. You know she from the <laughs> skip. Don't be putting no roots on Bro Carlin. Maybe it's too late. Shit, I had to give him the high hat to child. You know. Yeah, but we'll see what we can probably work got out. some chicken necks around a string or something or, uh, up around there. <laughs> cat foots. Oh, you know. Not cat feet. There's a voodoo doll with pins in his back. Oh my god! Uh, no, baby, I don't mess with them dolls. Yeah, how do I know? Just the chicken feet, you know, a little, a little couple chickens, a little cat, you know. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but I something I, that I, you're I'll used to, big truck. You done yeah. ate a lot of cat before. No, <laughs> oh, okay, another racist stereotype, right? Another racist stereotype. There you go. Listen, he come over here making That's all cold. type of stereotypes, but he don't like That's when cold. we make. It. He getting his fees when we make stereotypes. I'm just saying. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, well, Yo, wow. you say eat cat. Are you talking about the hey, bro? Hey, 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 don't get your happy ending. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Another racist stereotype. <laughs> what? <laughs> Asian women are not synonymous with happy. <laughs> Good night. Go get your pedicure. Bye, bitch. See you. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> We appreciate bad. you. Thing, <laughs> truck. Why do we even let him up here? Like, why? He is ridiculous. He is freaking Bro. hilarious. Big truck makes he me is. Something wrong with him, though, for real. He got a few it screws. Is. You know what trips me out, though, is, is like, okay, if 
if you if you know the truth or you know your own truth and that's your reality then what the fuck does it matter what somebody else is right it shouldn't you know um like like that's a lot of energy that could and and thoughts that could be routed to to somewhere else you know um it's one of the main reasons why i kind of uh, got away from youtube because it, it's always it's always something to try to pull you down into some muck you know what i mean and yeah. and, and and the the there's a lot of arguing about thought processes and trying to push that onto someone else and make it your own instead of just letting people live because number one everybody's path of life is different their experience is going to be different it's going to lead them to, to different seeing things in different lights it's just the reality we're all different none of us grew up in this in the exact same household under the exact same structure with the exact same rules none of that so yeah it is you got to let people live and you also have to let them bump their head when they find out something isn't what they thought it was because that's the only way they're gonna learn most people don't learn by you telling them unless they're Correct. they're paying for it and studying some shit. so but that's all i got baby uh come on let's eat i see y'all later bye daddy <laughs> Thank you for hopping up, bro, Carlin. Definitely appreciate it. Um, this was quite a day, sis. A busy one, uh, for sure. We did two um, two um, back to back, two. baby. Two um, back to back. Very interesting. I'm glad we got to do a panel though, because they always talk and they smack. The brothers mm. got to come up here. Um, we do have a super chat to read before we get into our final thoughts of the day from our good sis Faith. Thank who you, says Faith. and don't forget about Joan of Arc she was a very powerful military leader who bore arms against the English so sis says there have been some good um military leaders who were women and they led women or they led armies to victory so it can be done like let's not act like women can't lead um because they can and they can do a wonderful job at it so there's that. Um, I think Faith actually did a um, stream on Woman King. So if you haven't oh, checked it, go out, check it out, go ahead and check it out. I haven't. Did you see the movie yet, Concrete? No, girl, my husband. Oh, child, child that's gonna have to be one of them things watch. that we we go and hang out and watch. Y'all you, you, going to see it? Curlin ain't going to see this shit. Oh, yeah, my husband ain't going to go see it. And I wouldn't go to the movies by myself. Girl, I have a little uh, fear and anxiety of movie theaters, um, crowded uh, elementary schools, malls, uh, concerts. These white men got me scared to go out and place the thugs, child. Um, Girl, we'll have to rent it on uh, what you call it and watch it in the uh, studio, child. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna get me a projector to watch movies on like the patio. Oh, that'll be nice. Mm -hmm. You know that'll what I wanted nice. to get, girl? You know how they have those, um, like little igloos? It looks like a tent. Like you, can I've do seen. It I've seen exactly what you're talking about. That, that looks super left. romantic. Um, because mm -hmm. I've seen them, uh, really decorate and everything. I want to do that as a surprise, gone child. But um, yeah, I want to do that. I might do that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe something like that. We ain't gonna watch Woman King, but yeah. So if you haven't, if and you want to know 
what uh, a, re a, a, a review of it or what some thoughts are, definitely check out the Faith Factors video on it. Yep. Um, so what are what are your thoughts about our, I guess, we well, we kind of gave a little snippet of our thoughts about the actual interview, but I guess what are your final thoughts on the latter half or our panel? Um, of course, I think I wish the interview had been longer because I did have some more questions, yeah. but I think um, she was very to the point. Mm -hmm. um, she don't fuck around or whatever. So, um, you know, I just wish we had a little bit longer to uh, mm -hmm. get everything else out, but I, I thought it was a really good interview. Um, the panel, of course, you know, these are folks, go. they're they going to be who they are. Every chance they get, mm -hmm. they're going to yeah. cut a fool. So oh. I'm always tickled with them. They mm -hmm. don't piss me off more so than they make me laugh, you know. So yeah. I always enjoy uh truck and um Gaston and mm -hmm. um shout out to uh Uncle Stu. So mm -hmm. you know, just different people, and, and it's kind of like going to your cousin house and they coming over there and they talking shit. Girl, so, yeah, listen, that's what it feel like. Like we used to sit around my grandma table, you know, cutting up like after mm -hmm. like on Sundays, we always everybody went to my grandma's house. So she she was like on the motherboard child. So she always cooked Sunday dinner. The pastors, yeah. everybody would come over and we would go over there and eat and like everybody be long gone, but we'd be sitting up there cutting up at the kitchen table. That's what I'm yes. like. like we cutting up at the kitchen table. That's so exactly. that's what it felt like with truck them up here, cutting up at the kitchen table. They gonna do what they do. I'm used to it. It's um yeah. shits and giggles it's a fun time that's what they do no real thoughts on anything that was said i have my opinions they have theirs we already know i'm on this side they on that side um and you know i don't think anybody's changing anyone's mind about things i do still feel very strongly about the whole tricking thing not that i'm shaming anyone for tricking but i don't think tricking is a flex i don't think that it's anything to brag on i don't think that you know you um get to brag about going and paying a few shekels for some ass in a foreign country that's not brag worthy oh to why is you saying shekel i'm just saying like that's not brag worthy to I'm me bro like shit. you don't get no status for for, for paying for <laughs> for paying for tail overseas that's not a flex sorry for you you know but you know keep doing what you're doing um also, truck, don't clip us and put us at the end of one of your videos. I'm not playing with you. <laughs> I'm not playing with your behind. But um, this was a fun month. I will say that this is the end of our um, interviews with the ladies yeah. for the month. Um, next month going to be fire. We're going to switch it up because we've been on y'all next. So uh, this Man, should be a little bit. A little bit. So, yeah, that's all I got. Yep. Um, shout out to everybody who came through. If you didn't hit the like button, hit the like button. Um, if you haven't subscribed, what you waiting on? You gonna miss something good because y'all know we always coming up with some shit. Um, yeah, shout out to everybody that came through and um, a very, very special shout out to Mahogany Roots and the Vegan Foodie for coming and spend part of their Sundays with us today. So I'm very appreciative to you ladies. And um, shout out to everybody that came on the panel, especially my husband. Mm -hmm. And uh, to the crazy ass chat, y'all been showing y'all ass like y'all always do. And I love every minute of it. Y'all ain't, you do. know, yeah, don't change. Um, and we'll see you guys back 
on the next one. We're out. Peace.